Um, so, uh, hello, motherfuckers. This is the ADD Podcast, and this is your man, Slops. I do not have Tina today, but I have a very special guest. Can you let the people know who you are, Quinn? Yep, yep, yep. This is your girl, Jelly Ma, in the building. Thank you for having me. No problem. Okay, Jelly Ma, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Ooh, how much time do we have? You said a little bit, right? Okay. <laughs> Give me a short five-minute summary. So, ooh, wow. Okay, <laughs> so, so my name is Janelle, and um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, no, uh, my name is Janelle, uh, but I'm known to everyone and my friends, my family and business as Jelly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nickname that has followed me to this day, but I've learned to accept it, and I love, love, love it, um, who I am. But I am, by day... A dope mentor and facilitator for young youth around the city. And when mm-hmm. I say the city, I mean the entire city. I'm in Brooklyn, the Bronx, Dykeman, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, really just trying to pour into our young folk because they are the future. Yes, yes. Um, and by night, I wear several hats. I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my number one job and priority. I have two sons, so I have like a great responsibility on my back. Okay. Um, but when, you start, when people started off by night, I was like, Are you, are you a stripper? Yep. Yeah. I did. <laughs> you know what's funny? I say that every time, and in my head, I cringe because I'm like, You can't say by night. You, you know, because. Are you doing sex work? It's one or the other. And I was going to say <laughs> I dance, but I'm like, I'm not leading with that. I'm, like, I'm going to leave that as like the last thing that I do because mm. I said, Mm. At night, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how you start. It's one of the others. Either I'm out here fighting crime or I'm out here dancing. It's yeah, I'm out here dancing. I mean, but it is what it is. Strippers, mm. I take my wigs off too, y'all, because mm. that is a hard job. I don't. I mean, you know, they say mothers are strong, but that upper body, whatever it takes, that to do core, all of that, that core strength. You know, it's. I thought it was just all about shaking and throwing ass. Like, mm. nah, I could do that, but mm. when you getting up there and doing all the tricks, no, that's a risk. Okay. They, they risk it all. Yeah, P Valley coming back. I have, you know what's crazy? I need to binge watch that. I, I've always said I wanted to tap in and I haven't. It's yet. good. It's cool. Um, it's not yo, I you know what happens? HBO has spoiled me into like nuances of TV. Okay. And like I expect every show to be like nuanced and they really not like most shows like are just there for entertainment. Like today is like the twentieth anniversary of the wire and it don't get more oh, nuanced than that. Yeah. So now I'm sitting here, I'm watching Godfather of Harlem. I love that show. And I'm like, this shit is alright. It's good. It's just it ain't the why you get what I'm saying? It ain't the Sopranos. It ain't it ain't even Sex in the City. You get what I'm saying? Like right. Sex in the oh, City man. is like like these shows like to me like these shows kinda like represent like the full fledged human experience. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Where as far as like the Godfather of Harlem, like fucking Bumpy Johnson's a superhero. <laughs> to some he is and to some he's a super villain so and no but in the show they make him like like the niggas just be like getting out of these situations I don't be I don't know they, those type of show like that's why I like the wire like people that is supposed to die are going to die you get what I'm saying there's not no is it because it's more realistic and believable you see what I'm saying yeah then yeah. okay I mean even I, like I guess... Game of Thrones like Game of Thrones like they didn't hesitate like they ki- that's the first show I've ever seen like kill their main character in the first season I've never seen no shit like that before yeah that, that shit really you, you watched not... yes I did oh, okay. I, I was a late late watcher uh-huh. I was one of those I was like oh what is this about and Harry then Potter. somebody with <laughs> come out, but I love Harry Potter yeah. I- <laughs> so you should have loved that that's why I didn't like I thought Harry Potter was more so that's why but I was honestly the first person I, I was the first person I know personally to watch Game of Thrones I was on Game of Thrones like on the second season oh, I man. think everybody kind of caught on like maybe like right before the Red Wedding yeah 
I was on like the second season. So nobody was watching it with me until like after like probably like season three and shit like that. That's when everybody kind of caught on. But like I said, I, when they killed the main, they killed the main character, bro. Like, First of all, I knew the show was turned when they kicked the kid off the daggone. I'm like, a kid? The, kid the kids aren't even safe? You know me. Um, no, not the children. What but you I, thought about it. that, though? Whew. Um, still, I'm, I'm this. This is how I feel about the ending. That's exactly just, okay. Where do we go from there? Right, right. And I've always talked about writing my own stuff. And it's just like, well, not knowing where the, the direction of where things are going to go is what makes things like this so beautiful. Like, I love entertainment because, mm. like, I watch stuff and I'm always thinking in my, like, all right, I would have did it this way. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I try to finish the narrative because you you know certain things you could see happening. Like yeah, all the time, all the stuff. time. And I think <laughs> that, that fucks me up, though, because um, it closes my mind to a lot of things. Like, I'm real fucking... I, I do believe that I can be closed-minded to things. I know how, like, a neat ending is supposed to happen and okay, shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, like, that's why I like HBO so much because it's like, I can't guess what's about, about to, to happen. happen. <laughs> yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's... Yeah, shit like that. And it, like I said, it should be realistic. It don't be, you know, like... I like I used to like Snowfall a lot. And, like, the you last... You used to. What's yeah, the last two seasons have been, like... The last season was okay. The season... Not this one. The season before was okay. Okay. I think... You know, I just... I, I don't know. Like, the whole situation with Man Boy and all that, I thought that was good. Like, the shit with Man Boy and Scully and all that, I thought that was interesting. But, I don't know. I just didn't like how the season... I thought it was okay. But this season, to me, was, like, trash. It's, it's crazy. I was, somebody else said the same thing, and I'm just so like... <laughs> I mean, I, yo. it's not my life, so it's it's enjoyable to me. If no. it's outside of myself, I'm just like okay. But I guess I can see like the story, the timeline. Things are slower. And like, you can't just introduce like I don't know, like um, for a main character to have a spouse, I don't think you could just throw it in there. That shit is weird. You know what I'm saying? Like we're supposed to develop this like connection to her. Mm -hmm. I don't know this bitch. You understand? <laughs> so we need the background on who who sis is. That's yeah, basically what when y'all yeah, write these things. You know, things, like let's let's get a love story going. Like if he would have, if he if it was shorty with the green eyes, like we were got like she done rehabbed. You know, she forgave him for killing her dad and all that type yes. of shit. You know, I'm like all right, we get it. You know, high yes. school sweethearts type mm -hmm. shit. Like, but that was crazy. Mm, what? Did she shot him up like that. Oh shit! It was her dad. I was, I yeah, it. like I was cool with that. <laughs> I like with that. Yeah, it wasn't nothing crazy, you know. Then, uh, like I said, then at the end of the season, last season, all of a sudden he doesn't need the fucking cane. I'm like, I, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that he had the money to get the physical therapy that he the physical. <laughs> <laughs> See, sometimes you gotta put the. They want you to put the pieces together. They don't want to just tell you. Oh, I don't want to. Yo, it's not that I don't want to put the pieces together. Like I got other shit. To, I want. I, I want to worry about other shit. Not less. Like all of a sudden, like he's magically cured. You know, like I don't know. Like maybe I, I ask for a lot. I guess. And you know what? Maybe that is we being spoiled, right? That's, like, I think. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like t I don't know. Like I watch TV a lot now. Um, Bel Air. That I feel. I feel like Bel Air is like kind of so nuanced. A little bit cheesy. It. I didn't watch I'm it leave, I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm just, but it's okay. It's kind of, but it's a bit nuanced. It doesn't go how you expect it to go all the time. It has the moments where it does. It doesn't necessarily. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. surprise you and shit like that. Because 
that as such as life. Life don't be easy no. or like you can't predict what's going to happen fucking next. Nope. You get what I'm saying? And we try to all the time. time. You understand what I'm saying? But with a TV show, like I know it's gonna happen. You get what I'm saying? You can feel it. And hey. then certain things you're like, whoa, I was not expecting that. And that's yeah. what I love about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Godfather Hall of It is what it is for now. You okay. get what I'm saying? It is like I can't think of nothing like Nothing to else to watch. I guess Raising Canaan is coming back. Like Power is another show. I like, like shows. I, I love those shows. I like Power. I started just watching Power because everybody else was watching it at the end. Like I started watching it like at the beginning, like first scene. I'm like, oh, Fifty got a series. This is dope. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But when it was wrapping up, by that time I was I was so fucking over it. <laughs> I hated that show so much, and I was just oh, like, man. niggas was. I they did. breaking out federal prisoners. They killing COs. <laughs> but they is, it, is it that far fetched? Is it really? How many times have you heard a fucking person get um broken? Yeah, you don't hear these things. You don't. You don't hear these it's things. It's just not being put out. Yeah, there. niggas getting killed in a nightclub with a million security cameras, and they couldn't find out it was Tariq. Like, listen. Yes. You have to love the imagination part. Yes, that's all it is. So we're gonna use did our. Did you ever watch Euphoria? I have not watched Euphoria. But it's another HBO show, so I'm assuming it's good. But tell somebody something. told me it was like a lot of white penises, and I'm like, you know what? Well, okay. I try to, yeah, I try to avoid I mean, that. I avoid that in my porn, so I don't want to see that in my TV. But it's so like such a small percentage of that. I'm not denying that that it could happen. It could, yeah, I'm <laughs> could, not at all. But like, what I will Caucasian say is, yeah. <laughs> But a, dick aside, okay? <laughs> dick aside. All dick aside. All dick aside. Um, no, the show is really good. And mm. when you see Zendaya, like, in that role, it's like, yo, she plays that role so well. Mm. You, and I just get to a point where I get attached to characters, mm. and I hate it. Because, you know, you get attached to characters in the show, we're quick to, like... Kill them. Change, just change, kill them. Just the whole... You may not like them anymore because they made a decision. It's like, why are they doing that? Like, that show really talks about again mental health mm-hmm. drug use mm-hmm. um privilege mm-hmm. right and how you see like you know two sides of a coin where one person is experiencing this whole thing mm-hmm. you know she's a drug addict mm-hmm. and nobody wants to see like your favorite actress in that that space but they play it so good that it's just like damn I kind of feel where she's coming from. I would never go that far. I'm being on my mom to do certain things. Like I that, never, but, I didn't know that. But yeah, I but like, I don't want to spoil it for you. I mean, like Holly Berry, like her best roles as a drug addict. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's like, damn, like I look at you, kind of, even Denzel. Like I still just which look role, at him. Which, which role, role was made he a me drug look, addict? Not a drug addict, but he was um, Training Day. Really, training made me day. Look, really made me look at him like, oh my god, really? Training Day. He was. He was a, he, he was the movie though. He like, was he was the movie. He was, but you know, with someone like that, that like put him on a pedestal. You, you want him like, to be good all the time. You no, know what movie makes me no. made, 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 would make him look like he ain't shit? Fences. Do I see fences? I'll be crying when I watch fences. Okay, so I gotta write a list. Yeah, you gotta fences. watch fences. I'm, I'm gonna catch up on all of that, but you know what? <laughs> gotta make time for it. That's it. Nah, fences. It's about um, it's about like black fatherhood. Okay. And um. You try to figure out, like, was he a good dad or was he a bad dad? And the nigga just was a dad. You get that's I like. No, I, I like I like those things. Don't put a person on a pedestal because a person going to disappoint you a hundred percent of the time. Every human Every being time. alive is going to fucking disappoint you. And I think that's what it was, you know. And it's like he never like he broke down his trauma 
like where his father was and he was a million times the father that he was and he wasn't even a great father but to like to listen to like him try to navigate the world and shit like that through like it yo fences is a dope movie it's probably one of my favorite it's top five favorite definitely. denzel movies okay definitely yeah, watch, that yeah out. Fences. how you it's, feel about his son and his acting ah um i'm trying to think because I, I didn't see tenant i didn't see the movie with this is zendaya when he was arguing right it was another bunch of, he did a, he, oh my gosh it, i think it was like Marie, um th- but it was just arguing the whole movie um but i didn't watch that like it, people watched that during covid i'm trying to think of like because i know it's just the one movie with them that i do fuck with heavy but i don't think he's a good actor I don't. I mean, I don't think he's had to be his dad. <laughs> you no, understand and, what I'm saying? And that's, and that's what I think is beautiful mm-hmm. thing about it when yeah. you can separate yourself from under somebody. He's you don't look so... nothing like his dad, so he don't have to. He look like his mom's, so he don't have to. I guess so. It, I don't. When I look at him, I don't be like, Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's Denzel. Uh, yeah, that's Denzel. So you're like, like, just like Ice Cube's son can't go nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'll forever see Ice Cube. On that, so yeah. him being his dad in the movie, it was. made perfect sense. It looked like a mulatto ice cube. I, I was here for it. <laughs> I was absolutely <laughs> here for it. And like these are, this is how NWA would have turned out if like Ice Cube was light skin. I ain't really like That's it. that movie. It was more entertaining to me than good because I ain't like how they made Dr. Dre look like a superhero. <laughs> that shit, like like this nigga bulletproof. <laughs> you know. And they, they sensationalize a lot of things. That's the thing. And like he, <laughs> he, he, he's hit women. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's gotta be a. That's gotta be a fault. That makes for good movies. Like just saying a nigga flaw. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm, yeah, they always trying to preserve. You gotta be a superhero. You know that that's the thing about you know that that threshold of being a celebrity is mm-hmm. like you go from being like a human altogether. Like mm-hmm. you can't make certain mistakes. So Will Smith, for example. Mm-hmm. I hated talking about it after it happened, but it happened, right? Well, when he slapped Chris Rock? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, now I've seen something that came up saying that, oh, this was something that they mimicked from another um, award show that happened before. I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. But they, some people are trying to say it's staged now. Okay. I, could, I, I mean, I guess I could see why everybody says something is staged as far as, like, entertainment. You get what I'm saying? Um I guess if you, that's what you want to say, but looking at that situation, I don't think it was staged. Cause like, why would he laugh? He laughed at first. He laughed at the joke, and then he saw Shorty face, and then he was like, "Damn!" And then he got up. You understand that, what I'm saying? I mean, that is what you're and supposed then, to do. Like, I don't know. Like, um, so what you call it? What situation happened? Um, Swiss Beats. Um, was Swiss Beats kind of like um, was talking to uh, what you call it? Swiss Beats was talking to um, Joe Budden via um, like IG. Okay. And um, what happened was I think somebody had put like how Shorty got ate up on um, Diary. You know, the nigga at the end. You know that shit. Yeah. yeah all right. And the nigga Joe Budden agreed. He said some smart shit and he agreed. You know, I and. Swiss was like, we don't even gonna play like that. And I'm like, I don't know, like, and then I was like, yo, it, I, I, I put like under like, um, I work for all hip hop, so I put like they posted it, and under I was like, was it that serious? And somebody was like, so you wouldn't defend your wife? I'm like, what? 
In my mind, I didn't even respond, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't see what danger she was in. She's fucking Alicia Keys. You get what I'm saying? Like, she has hit after hit after hit. Look at her career. Her music career is way better than Joe, but it's not something for me to respond to. Like, she got ate up. Like, LeBron's been dunked on. You get what I'm saying? MJ's been crossed. I've seen, we've seen... Um, we've seen AI cross the shit out of MJ. It happens. You, you know, it's not that big of a deal. She put, she gave, she gave a young nigga opportunity, and the young nigga showed his ass. You get what I'm saying? And that was that. But Alicia Keys' career is too fucking dope for me to have to. The moment you say, "Oh well, yeah, that happened to her," for me to be like, "Watch your mouth about my wife." You know, and I, that's I don't know, like. <laughs> All right, so you're a woman. Like, do you okay. would you feel like would you feel like your husband would have to defend you on a situation like that? Like, if you have a you you're Alicia Keys. I think everybody thought at the end of Diary, boy, kind of was like he overdid it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he went to the point where like he sounded better than Alicia Keys, but I don't know. Being I don't. I mean, that's hard because I've defended myself my entire life. So if mm. somebody chooses to do that, I mean. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm a big girl. Like, I can handle my, myself for real. But, I mean, I would appreciate the gesture, but mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't it ain't that deep to me. I, so, if he, if, he, if, if he just let it fly, would you be mad at your husband? If he just let it fly? Because I was going to let it fly. I ain't going to lie. I, you know what I'm saying? I guess it really would... It really have to depend on the level of disrespect. If I really but that's feel it, like but, it, all right, so that, it was something OD, then yeah. That no, not, no. But, that situation right there. That no. situation about Joe with Joe Button commenting on diary. Where I think the consensus was I think everybody thought that, like, boy really just kinda outdid Alicia at the end of it. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I wouldn't even say outdid it because one, she's already known, right? She she's Alicia Keys. So if I was given the opportunity to go off on a track, I'm going off on a track, and I wouldn't take no, nothing for it. Okay, I gave somebody, I gave Bull a chance. To, and he, he, he did a thing. I've heard other songs in the past. Where I'm like, oh no, she sang this part like this was her moment. That like, nigga ain't got a you don't know my name. Joe Button ain't got a you don't know my name. <laughs> you get what I'm he saying? Got, he so what if you you yeah you see what I'm saying? So like. So that's what I'm like. That's why I'll be like. That's why I'm like. This ain't the one. This ain't the. You understand what I'm saying? This really ain't. That the wasn't fucking, the battle. You gotta pick and choose your battles. That, that, that yeah, yeah. So I like. So when Shorty said that, I had to stop and think about like, what would I defend my wife over? And it wouldn't have been that. Shorty, you just gotta eat that because the nigga did you. But you, you got hits, you know. But like, so getting back to like Will and Jada. Okay. I guess you know, like she looked upset. I mean, and even for that, because that's probably something that plays up for her confidence and her esteem. Yeah, obviously. So, no, I wouldn't want nobody to hurt anybody that I care about. Because I, I had to relate this to, like, being a parent. Now, I don't want nobody making fun of my children and saying anything. But if my son's trip falls or something, and then and I hurt, I'm going to laugh first. I'm letting you know I am that mother. Okay? <laughs> Judge me if you want to. Mm-hmm. They stress me out 25 Eight, okay, so, uh, twenty-five, eight. So I get to, to 60, snicker. I get sixty seconds. <laughs> I get sixty seconds. As long as we are not making a trip to the hospital, everything is all good. You yeah, understand what I'm sure, saying? Sure. But at the same time, I would never want nobody to hurt the person I care about. So I mm. had to put myself in that shoes of like, when do I lose my character? Oh, anytime, anything about my kids. So mm-hmm. I understand why he might have felt that way, but how he handled it, I wasn't mad at it. I'm not, but I also felt like. Dag, I wish he would have did it a different way 
so that you can show people like, yeah, I could feel a type of way, but you can't handle yourself accordingly. But it also, for what I appreciate, is like, even though it's in the industry, TV, what the setting was, right, mm. what they was getting awards for, it just showed people like, in real life, this really will happen. Like, Hollywood aside. Like, yeah, nah. That, stop no, playing with people. people <laughs> like, like, I don't... I don't think the joke, I don't think the joke warranted it, but I mean like I don't. My situation is um I don't think it was that big of a deal. I and I'm be trying I'm trying to decipher because I've heard really good arguments as to why it was a big deal, you know. And um to me it was just nigga just got the shit slapped out of him. And that's what it was. <laughs> and um I've seen a lot of people you know say different things. I'm not necessarily one of those people that say different things like. Um, he saw it and like my situation is like she has alopecia and a woman's crown is her hair at a lot of a lot of, uh, definitely at certain points in time yeah. and so he probably has been through it with her like her crying while her hair is falling out yeah. her like going through a depression her you know he's with her so I think he probably initially was like oh the joke was cool and then he saw her and it probably triggered him to times where she's crying about her hair and nigga slapped the shit out of him like, I mean, like, I would have personally had to, my, my situation is, I would have caught you later. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would have been like, yo, boy, you know, shit is a real thing. You want to, like, I would have pressed them. I definitely would have pressed them knowing that my wife has alopecia or whatever. Right. I can't say, I don't, I'm not one of those people, I don't like to do things in front of cameras. I don't like doing any of that. Because, you that, know. And that, and that's where, in the regards where I feel mm. like, dag, maybe he could have handled it mm. a little different. But again, when you are at that point where it's like, all right, enough is enough, because you know he's already been dragged in the media about this August. I've seen the thing. It's just like, what more can you expect for a person to take? And I don't care to what capacity of limelight they're in. They're still human at the end of the day. And this is where I'm like, you know, sometimes art imitates life and life imitates art. But this was a real situation. Mm-hmm. And it just August, got real. It just really got real. August and, looked and, at that and, shit like, wouldn't have been me, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be me though? <laughs> oh man, yeah, so, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, um, all right. So you do uh, you counsel? You do counseling? As yeah, far as, like, social emotional um learning. Like I'm really big on um being self aware mm-hmm. um of like what triggers you, mm-hmm. um things that you're uncomfortable with, like and just speaking up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I grew up in a generation where. Not my mom per se, but like her mother, where you're, you're supposed, you were told you're seen and not heard, and that concept like just never really sat well with me. Really? Like, yeah. Like, really? Never. No, I don't like it. And even though, I think like, maybe I, it probably sat too well with me. What seen and not heard? Yeah. Why? That's uh, what you're saying. Let me hear that. Nah, um, because I I am that I am that I I'm seen and not be heard. You okay with that? I, um, I don't like attention. I don't like attention. Okay. I don't like attention at all. Um. I love what I do. I love what I do, and I'm a very good public speaker. I was just which about to say, weird that's really weird. Cause you... Weird as shit. <laughs> but, like, um, I don't I don't walk into a room to try to command it or anything like that. I walk into a room, and I'm chill. You hear what I'm saying? Okay. I don't like to um, think. I don't like to attract attention to myself. But when the spotlight hit, you know what I'm saying? You drive, you do what I'm, you have I'm to do. great at that. You understand what I'm saying? It took me a little bit to realize that, but I am. And so, um, I don't know. I I just never been um, comfortable with drawing attention to myself for no reason. Like I'm if it, yeah, if there's a thing that you know, like like people ask me to do something or something like that, you know, I'm gonna rock that shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm gonna body it. But 
as far as like just always having to constantly be you in know the, the, the star, yeah the star the show or anything yeah. like that i i don't like that that shit kind of you know gives me anxiety like to just be that so i don't know and i'm and um you have west indian parents no Black American. Black American. Um, my dad is from Harlem. Uh-huh. My mom born and raised in Brooklyn. Okay, so Flatbush is a new experience for you. Flatbush, I would say yeah and no, because <laughs> I mean, Crown Heights. I, I mean, the first house I remember being it was on Eastern Parkway. Oh, okay, so and it's not. My big, yeah, okay, no. So okay. I've been like West Indian culture and all of that has been a big part of my life, which is really weird mm-hmm. um, about how I feel about myself as a Black American female. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel very disconnected from culture because growing up, my family always wanted to separate the fact that, oh no, we're black and we don't do this. And um, my great, my grandmother's father is from Barbados, but oh, by the time we got to your bloodline, you got like 0.588%. <laughs> so we don't acknowledge the she fact that- She gave you the Ancestry.com No, seriously. And I used to just be like, so why can't I just wear another flag at Labor Day? Like I really have to rock this American flag. Boo. I mean, not I that. Mean, so what you, I mean, so your parents were staunch on being like proud of where you're from. Yeah, I well, mean, wrong. I think that's fire, cause that's a lot of pressure though. Cause like you in a West Indian community, you get what I'm saying. Like I, I find it like a lot of times, like um, just like cause both of my parents are Trini. Okay. I know when I'm around a bunch of Americans, like um, I've grew up in American culture, so I can easily adapt. But I'm super proud of like where my people are from and that's the thing i want to be super proud about being american but look at the, the, look at look what, okay we're in a place where we weren't even welcomed here like we weren't even considered people we were three-fifths a person at one point american right? blacks are some of are if not the strongest blacks in that diaspora yes but you have to understand like my environment and like where why i feel the way I okay feel. you know what i Pretty mean dumb. like I am a proud American. Let me mm-hmm. let me start that over. But there's still parts of my identity that I feel like because everybody tries to put us in a bubble or we like, oh, I'm fully this, or I'm fully that, a percentage of that. And it just made me feel like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm connected to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now at this point, like, dang, like, I go to another country and I'm like, well, in our history, you know, they slaved us for a bit. And, you know, we had to fight for women's rights. They don't really respect what I do. I'm supposed to be proud of being from here great mm-hmm. no but it's just a lot of traditions to me and i feel like maybe that's just because it's my family there was it wasn't a lot passed down to me that i feel like i could pass to my children everybody separated at some point christmases started to become isolated thanksgiving things that i love to do as i got older those things like slim to none but having my own kids in retrospect now i can do those things i can start new traditions and that's how i had to kind of like make my lemonade in the situation mm-hmm. um so now more than ever i'm thinking about well dag what about my history and i don't have neither one of my parents are alive oh okay my so no it's okay it, it happens you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it happened a lot earlier for me by the time i was 20 um i was without both of my my parents mm-hmm. so I'm big on like making big memories and having a legacy to um, pass on, but because of my parents are not here, it's questions I don't have answers to, and their parents aren't. Here. I'm um I'm really big on that. I think because uh, I do I I am because I do I guess I because I do interviews for a living. Yeah. I'm really big on wanting to knock down that like just getting like just history. Um, I have um. My grandmother on my phone is one of my favorite. 
it's in my favorites. Um, before she like before she passed, her just giving me like stories on like how her dad died, mm-hmm. and yo, I'm gonna lie to you. Um, people back in the day used to die in the dumbest ways. No disrespect, but I know my my father's father. He died climbing a coconut tree, drunk, fell, broke his neck. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and like my my grandmother's father. He he died drowning, going too far out to sea on Easter. Like they used to go, <laughs> and these are things you don't really hear about. Like as far as like nowadays, but it'd be like, yo, what type of ways y'all was dying back then? But um, you know, but I I recorded it. Um, and um, yeah, I, I was super lucky because I get to hear my grandmother's voice whenever um whenever yeah. I want to because I don't have that luxury with my dad. My dad passed when I was 13. So I don't really have that luxury. I just got pictures. But, you know, like right. that video with my grandmother, I can always hear her voice and I always remember what she sounded like and it, it's always comforting and endearing to me. But, yeah, but I showed it to my mother. My mother said she never heard these stories before. Like, her explaining, like, how her dad died or, like, um, my grandmother was born in Venezuela, but okay. she's, um, her family's from Grenada. So my mother always knew she was born in Venezuela, but she never understood, like, why they migrated there to yeah. come back because her family's actually originally from Grenada, but they moved to Venezuela and then had her, and then they moved back okay. to Grenada. And okay. my mother never knew. So, like, to see to have the stories in my phone and stuff like that, that was, that was dope. Yeah, and she was there with my son. My son, so you could hear my son in the background. My son was a baby and all that type of stuff. So, that's fire. So, I think what I was going to, my therapist told me to do it. My therapist told me to interview my grandmother. But by that time, my grandmother came down with dementia. Okay. So, I interviewed my mother. My mother has um, an episode on here. Um, if you guys are listening, you should go back, listen to the Dear Mama episode. Um, and just to hear my mom's story from like here to where she's at now, um, I thought that was fire, and I'm really big on that. So I'm trying to like get like the stories on like my father and his journey here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I gotta go through like family, man. Ugh. It's okay. <laughs> Ugh, that it's part annoying. But you know, uh, but I, I'm going to do that. I gotta get that done. I wanna um, hear his story and stuff like that. But I don't know, like, I don't, I can't tell you, like, the ease that it put my mind at hearing my mother and father's love story. You get what I'm and, saying? And that's the part for me that's crazy because mm. I will never get that. Yeah. Um. So my company's called. Your, fam- your, your, um, your family wasn't, like, I don't know if you're cool with your family, but your family wasn't around to be like, yeah, she liked that nigga. You understand what I'm saying? So, <laughs> okay, so after my dad died, um, growing up, I've learned so much about him. Mm-hmm. More now than mm-hmm. um, when I was younger. So ironically, him and my mom were married. Mm-hmm. They were legally separated um, by the time I was like four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always saw my dad every day. He lived in Manhattan and I lived in Brooklyn. So it's like he, he was in Harlem. He was like um, right across Brooklyn Bridge. He got from Brooklyn Bridge, Lower okay. Manhattan. Elias. Like, yep. Just really, yeah, yeah. Um, so again, if the, the father doesn't want to be in a child's life, it's a choice. He, he, I saw that man every day. He had two jobs, and I spoke to him 10 o'clock every night at his night job. So if he wants to, if the man wants to be there, they want to be there. That's how I see it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, not true. Some women are not welcoming and so just yeah, all yeah. circumstances are different, but yeah. that's just how I view, like, you know, in yeah. any situation, like, I, there's no excuse to me as far as like parenting now, as far as women and 
what they were exposed to and how they use kids as pawns. I don't like that either. My mother showed me a whole different side. I'll explain it in a second. But I was told that my mom, that was his second wife. He was married before. His family had to crash his first wedding. And I could never understand it. I always felt like, in a sense, like I was isolated from his side of the family mm-hmm. because um, he was born and raised in Harlem in the Bronx. Most of my people on his side. I was the only one that was in Brooklyn, the mm-hmm. only cousin. Like I would go, I used to go out there every other weekend, see my cousins and stuff like that. But after a while, my grandfather got sick, and I stopped going. And I think my mom used to sneak me to go see my grandfather and stuff like that. And I was like, it was a whole big thing. Like when <laughs> I, it was a whole big thing. I'm like, why is he trying to keep me? You know. From the family, mm. and you know, as I speak to my great aunt, God bless her, Auntie Mary, shout her out. Um, she's really my angel in disguise because she actually can answer a lot of these questions mm. as much as she can. She tells me about my dad, like being really good with numbers. He was a math, he had a math major and stuff like that. Just things I just didn't know. Like, well, what mm. did he go to school for? Like, what? I don't really have those things to understand. So my my mission in life is to make sure that my kids see that I'm going for what I want in life, no matter what. Like, because mm. they died and I had no idea what they dreamt about. Like, what were they passionate about? Like, I never thought about that. I don't know what. I don't necessarily know what I want my kids to see. I know my kids are going to see. I have so much content. Like, period. I know they're going to see me. Right. They're going. I know. I'm going to be around from. Like, if I die tomorrow, I'll be around in my kids' life forever. Ever. I have. I have hours upon hours upon hours of content online. Right. So that I do know. I don't know what I necessarily want my kids to get from me. Okay. I just know I want them to feel like loved. That's it. That's I think that's my mission. That's my goal. Just feel loved. Do you get what I'm saying? Feel accepted. Yeah. You know, I don't want I don't want anything else but so I I I can't think of that. I don't want you to feel like cuz I I've been, I have friends and I know my ambitions kind of intimidate them. Yeah. I don't want my ambitions to so I don't want so I can only imagine what that is for your kid. You get what I'm saying? I don't want my ambitions to intimidate my kid. I want my kids to know it's okay if you want to be regular. Just yeah. because your dad feels like, nah, this ain't enough. This I want to get it. I want to be this. I want to be that. I don't want you to feel like you have to be that. I want you to That's be... That's a good yeah, perspective to yeah, have. I, I, want my kids to, I want my kids to be them. Like, gee, shit. That's it. That's all I ever wanted was my you kids know, to be you, them. They never taught us to be happy. They taught us to um, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, benefits, make sure. <laughs> no, for real. Go to college, do whatever, get like, whatever. Luck, luckily, what about being happy? I had, luckily, my um thing, my ADHD, it didn't allow me to think in that way. I never thought about, like, how they thought. I never thought. I don't know. I was always the, I was, I just always thought outside the box for some reason. And I can't exactly i don't know where it started i know definitely ways it was enhanced and who enhanced it and who helped me like i think my cousin um he's one of the biggest influences in my life as far as like helping me expand upon what i wanted to do okay and thinking outside the box but i've always done that i always thought outside the box and i don't know why but i knew a nine to five just was was that, it was not oh it. no Mm-mm. wasn't it so that was always a comforting feeling actually doing a nine to five. Like, damn, y'all really got to be stuck here for mm-hmm. like ever. Y'all don't see anything past this. And just knowing that like, I have ambition past this, 
shot go to work and that should be a breeze bro like yeah like y'all just y'all don't even know y'all funding greatness that's yes. how I, that's how yeah, i always d- felt listen <laughs> my aunt <laughs> my mom's sister um she never she didn't have any kids mm-hmm. i'm her only you know i was a child in mm. her eyes but i'm a whole adult <laughs> um she had this conversation she said you millennials frown upon city jobs and mm. i'm like that's not the truth well, some of us might, but that's not the truth. No, I think most. I think most most millennials want the city job, but they don't want the city job to like retire. They want the city job to fund the fucking shit that I got. You also, understand? Also, yeah. the city job breaks you down so goddamn much. Mm-hmm. You have nothing left for yourself. Like I, I know some people who go in and like, oh, I got a plan. I want the money, and then they get caught up in the money, and then they forget why they were doing certain things in the first place and that's what i told her i was like no i appreciate you like i don't frown upon nobody who get it how they get it i said but i just know for myself that's not the end all be all like i can't see me just working for somebody for 30 years and then they make a decision about their company but it affects my life and i've dedicated all this time to you for what so now you're in this position where you're like what do i do next and you've never thought about doing anything for yourself for working at a job for over 30 something years. And now what? That's why um <laughs> I, nah, Gisha, that's why I'm so proud I'm so proud of my mother. Um my mother, she devoted at such and such amount of years and then she just got selfish and I used to advise her to do it. Like I'm like, "Yo, sis, I'm grown." You understand? Cuz yeah. we used to work at the same place. Oh. We used to work at um at a hospital. And shit. And um, I remember one night she sat me down. We was um, we was both doing a double, and we had the same lunch break. And she just broke down like, "Yo, I want to get out of here. I want when I retire, I'm going. I'm gone." And I'm like, "As the fuck you should. <laughs> you understand? I get you. Like, I think she thought like I'm. Um, like once she did it, uh-huh. I would be like on." My own, and I ain't gonna lie. Like she, when she did it, I was nigga, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> life got life in it. Oh, <laughs> Come on, real fucker. quick. Um, hmm. life got real fucking life in, and um, it was a it was an experience that I needed. But you know, um, I was never mad at her, and I never resented her for it. And a lot of people asked me like, why I never resented her for it and i was just like i can't bro i'm in my 30s my nigga i can't fucking what i can say is i don't believe like um parents equipped you equipped you with the um thing equipped you with the tools to um thing to get it right but i can say she did her best she didn't know necessarily she's at work um, she's at work, so she didn't necessarily know what to do. Yeah. Um, or how to be like, how to wean me into like, nigga, you gotta cook, you gotta clean. You understand what I'm saying? And even when she did try to get me to cook and clean, I wasn't paying attention to that shit. I was out at a certain point in my adult life, I was out chasing the dream that I'm still chasing at this point. Right. So I wasn't listening to shit. It wasn't until I had I had to go through that. I had to just it. Um, I don't know for some reason I've never been. A person to learn from other people's mistakes. I gotta run into that wall, my damn self. You're a kinesthetic learner. You have to. Yeah. You have to touch. You have to experience have it to yourself. And you know what? That's how I feel like my kids are too. Because it's like I have these expectations. I work with kids all the time. Mm-hmm. High school. High school is my favorite age. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the age where people really feel like, oh, psh, you're old enough where I shouldn't have to tell you to do these things, but they do need mm-hmm. to be told. Mm-hmm. It's just that you have to tell them in a different way, like. 
They want to be respected as an adult, a, a human being, at mm-hmm. the least. Mm-hmm. So when I speak to my kids, I don't really speak to them like they're two or eight. Listen, bro. How do you speak to a two-year-old then? Sir, excuse me. Listen to me. I mean, you know how I speak to I speak. To, I, that's how I speak to a two-year-old. I, that's how I speak yeah. to a two-year-old. No. But I speak. I figured I was speaking to them like that because I'm just an asshole. Like I ain't really got the patience to be like. You understand what I'm saying? Like you I'm know. a baby you through it, but I ain't gonna talk to you like no fucking baby. You know. <laughs> so sometimes I, I I catch my saying, bro, for real. Yeah. Like, nah. I, all the time. Come on. All bro. the time. Yo, bro. My, my man. Especially my my son. <laughs> That's exactly how I was, I was talking to my son like that all the time. Like, play boy, that that ain't finna work, bro. That's not my eight year old's getting to the point where you know he's tired of hearing me repeat myself. I'm tired of repeating myself. Mm-hmm. So about what? What you repeat yourself just, with the most? Um, him in the phone. It's like just just okay. So my thing with him is like he's a great kid, mm-hmm. very great kid. Mm-hmm. It's just when we got something to do, I know how my temperament gets, and I know how I'm like, Dad. Are you anxious? I'm anxious and frustrated, yes, a Look, lot, especially I, when I have to take them outside. Uh, my, my mission is get you where we got to go safely and back. Uh, I have to combat with all the stuff going on, and when you're not listening and following in my direction, you adding on to my stress. And mm-hmm. then my time management. Every mother struggles with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get places on time. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's for them, I get extra frustrated because it's like, I'm trying to do this for you. You don't see me trying. But, I don't know that shit. <laughs> he don't, but I'm, I'm I'm being honest. That's just really what it is. But the phone, like repeating myself, like I'm like, yo, Jay, I know you have to give it to him in steps. So I'm like, okay, when you come downstairs, make sure you have your socks, your pants, your book bag. 15 minutes, 20 minutes, he come back. One sock on the phone. Yeah, so, so sis, then, you ain't gonna help me out with the sock. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what happened, Jay? Like, mm-hmm. didn't I give you, and I try to break him down mm-hmm. in smaller tasks because it's like, all right, again, he is eight. You have to mm-hmm. remember he's eight. Sometimes he shows me he's a lot mature. Mm-hmm. So I may sometimes put a lot of pressure on him, but I'm like, dad, mm-hmm. when you gonna get it? Because I'm operating under the fact that my dad died when I was eight, mm-hmm. my mom when I was 20. So I'm always like, I may not always be here. Mm-hmm. But then I tell him, like, well, Dad, while I'm here, let me be present. Like, that's my constant battle. Like, mm-hmm. I want to prepare you enough, um, I guess, to not have me around because I'm not going to always be here. You know what I mean? Damn, that's my trauma. At that age, that's yo, my, I, But that's when my trauma happened at his age. You know what I'm saying? Life, life I know, for me I just, I really quick. You know what? Like, I get, I, maybe when my kids hit, like, pre-adolescence, maybe I'll start thinking like that because my dad died at that age. But... I don't, I don't, um, I don't fucking know. I can't. It's it's, it's hard, guys. I, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with shit like that. Um, yo, uh, right now I'm gonna take a little commercial break and pay a couple do, do, do. bills and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but um, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he's at, guys. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Jelly is still here message. with y'all. That was the, yo, lick your text messages. You you ever read your text? You ever respond to the text message out loud? Yes. Yeah. All the time. I'm a crazy person all Which the time. Are you crazy? <laughs> nah, but that's how we feel. We gonna um, pick that yo, up. Yeah, I, I gotta um, answer bells and shit. Um, so we have you for the next session. Yes. All right. Then. I'm so here. I think I don't even think we are gonna have a closing session. Really, I think I might end it with the interview. But um, my man Buck, he should be on the way. But I have to actually open the door. This was dope. Yeah. I appreciate you, Queen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. For you liked me. it? Was it good? Yeah. You, all right. Cool. 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 All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know it's hard. I've been running through the ghost town. I've been running through the ghost town.
Good, man. Um, I'm chilling, man. I'm just happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? We just here. We here to pod, man. That's cool. You said pod. Uh, we here to pod. In fact, so I so I think the last time I had you here, you was here as an artist, mm-hmm. and now I have you here as a designer. Mm-hmm. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So what is going on? And with pause, you? and in between that, you had me um as an artist and a designer. That was on the event. I'm talking about yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just talking about with you, though. Oh, with like you, in general, with you, yes. In general, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I told this young, I've interviewed this man many a times. Yes, um, yes. The um, our first interview, super legendary in Cold Stone at Atlantic Mall. Wow. Over a decade, I've been rocking with Son. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what's going on with you, man? How you been? I'm good, man. I can't complain about shit right now, man. For real, but you nut. Um, so. Right now we are here for um, from the trenches. Mm-hmm. Um, thing eighty eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I thought that was the year he was born. Mm-mm. Where did eighty eight come from? That was just the littest drug year. Oh, the lit- he said the littest drug year. Okay. Oh, okay. No, seriously. <laughs> okay. Okay. Noted. Let no, me put it in my like, little that's book. What, that's what inspired it. Like just the littest drug year. You know, you hear it in all the music. You hear it in all the, well rap, rap, rap music. Mm-hmm. You know, you see it in the movies and stuff so like that. So it's for the culture, basically. Yes, it's for yeah, just for the for the streets. Because the, the brand is called Eighty Eight for the Trenches. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what it's for. It's for the it's for the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, now I was pushing. It's a streetwear. It's streetwear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got you. So um. You've 
always been um sort of like eclectic about your clothes and stuff like that. With me. I don't know what eclectic means, so I don't know if you're insulting me or if you're. Um, <laughs> it makes sense. So watch your mouth. I, I like those. <laughs> like, you know. I like those words. Outside of the box. Box. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. Ecle- yeah. Another word is eccentric. So if somebody I says you're eccentric, okay. I've yes. been called that. Okay. So I've, yes. I mean, not, it hasn't been always though. It hasn't been always. It's been in I the mean, last. You had the fittings with your name on it and shit. I mean, that was more. Just that wasn't. What you said, eclectic? Yes. yes. Yes, that wasn't eclectic. That was just, you know. SAT was. Just, I don't know what I was doing, man. I don't know. It was just. I don't know what I was doing, man. It was you just, I don't know. It was just you. Branding. You know you what I'm saying? Just branding in the creative That's way, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to get a, um, a Boston um, trenches just for the culture. No, of course. If, they, if people know you, people know you was legendary for them Boston Red Sox. But that wasn't a thing. It just had a B. My name yeah, was Buck. Know, it wasn't because it was Boston. And I didn't I know. even know, like, it like I didn't know. Sox. No, I knew that. But I didn't I didn't know about the rivalry with the Yankees mm-hmm. in um, Boston. But I don't know. I was just branding. I was thinking about myself, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It wasn't really nothing to it. Just branding myself. That's really what it was. Copy. I, so, um, are you still an artist? No. Okay. Not a music, not a musician. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, no. Um, think. When did you? What? What made you decide? Like, it's a I'm change. A, yeah, I'm gonna pack it up. When um my hats took off. Oh. oh. That's yeah. like, that's dope. I mean, that's simple I mean, as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm just. I was made for more of a. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's just simple. But Man, okay. I was making money off of this. Fuck right. It works. <laughs> yeah. Well, my thing it. is this, and you know, people often don't understand if they're not a creative themselves. I found myself loving marketing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I loved rap, but I loved marketing. Yeah. With rap, I was just marketing myself yeah. at a at a you know just at a high level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that shit costs money. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't know, like that shit costs money. What are you talking about? Just marketing? rapping, marketing itself as a rapper uh-huh. costs okay. mo- like costs a lot of money. Cause you, of course, you know you just mentioned you know my dress in every video. I need a new outfit. Every time I do a show, I need a new outfit. Yeah. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was just me as an artist. So mm-hmm. for me, and I couldn't just switch that up with the, um, you know, with, with the following that I had. I was I, I just couldn't get all J. Cole on them mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I would have to grow to that. So, I mean, just just, just this just started working. And it's, it's just easier to brand. Like, I'm a marketer. That's what I am. I'm not nah, a salesman. I'm a marketer. Like, that's what I, I am. Ran, I know. I randomly put it on Facebook. I'm like, yo, Buck is a marketing. Yeah, you called me Marketing Madoff. You actually made yeah. that name up. Like, Marketing Madoff. Yeah. That's a okay. Yeah. Nah, that, yo. So, um, every time I talk to this dude, um, when he talk, when he used to talk about his music, we never really just talked about music. Shit, the music would be the last thing we probably talk, talk about. about. <laughs> like, he talk, talks to me about his rollout, the merch. Um, how he wants this to look, how he thinks this is going to happen, and things like that. Like I said, the music would dead be like the the last thing he probably. Because that's the, that's honestly for me that was the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know, you know, I know how to rap. Yeah. So it was it was easy. Like mm-hmm. you know, I know y'all don't know, but my last project I showed it out of a custom shoebox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten and ten. So um, it was a custom shoebox. Yeah. You know, I talked to him about it before, you know, before it came came into play. It took about a two-year, it was like a two-year process, you know what I'm That's saying? Because I had to make sure everything was right. Okay. And, you know, just, I just love marketing, man. It's just <laughs> it's just something about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and what really, like, made me realize I liked it was, I forgot the dude's name, but um, cigarettes was a female thing. Back okay. in time, I don't mm. you know, the decade or whatever. But it was a feminine thing. Mm. So, um, I forgot his name, but the dude that made Marlboro. He hired an advertiser and he put it on a cowboy, mm. and then it just switched Changed. it. And for me, it's like I like to get people to like something I thought of or made, mm. just something that came from my brain. So even if I'm performing, 
You ever heard the story about like how Hennessy became like a nigga thing? No. They did that uh, on purpose. Like I would love really, to hear like, it. They really started. Um. Okay. So Hennessy, obviously, like cognac is from France, mm-hmm. but they started taking out advertisements in like Jet magazine because it was Cheap the cheapest one. magazines. So black people holding like the Hennessy bottles and then it just stuck. So people, a lot of people think like this thing started like with Tupac and shit like that. Right. Nah, Hennessy has been like a black people drink since like the 70s. It has been like the wow, black people's Wow, that's crazy. Cognac. Shout out to Hennessy. Yeah, I was today years old. Yeah. <laughs> today out. years old finding out that Hennessy was actually marketing to niggas for a minute. You a know what minute. Saying? Yeah, facts. So, Sell that dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah facts. Sure, no, you, no, you don't smoke, right? Oh, we, I do. But oh, my fault, bro. I'm We're working. Oh, yeah. You feel? Working play. <laughs> um, I like to play. So, all right, then. So, how did you come up with the um, truckers for the Yankee, with the Yankees? Uh, doing what I'm doing right now. Uh-huh. What, you smoking? No, smoking. Smoking? Oh. Yes. Uh-huh. That's what I was just doing. Okay. Let me not wow. Mind. So, I need I had more. Sub- I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I had it subconsciously in my mind. Um, I forgot. I, I just forget everybody's... I just know the stories. I just I forget the the names, but there's a brand called um, La Ropa or La La Pora, one of them, and they have the Yankee hats with like kisses on it. Mm-hmm. Y'all probably seen it, but it looked like hearts, but it's like I know kisses. This, on. The, I know yeah. the Stan Smith ones. They that's a new one with the angels on it. Yeah. Oh, okay, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's the Stan. But um, when I seen that hat, I liked it. But I'm like, uh, this is, it's it's cool, but I would want something more for like, I oh when I when I think of the streets, I think about my brother. Mm-hmm. Like okay. something my brother would wear, he wouldn't wear that because mm-hmm. it got hearts on and shit on it. But I, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. So you know that was just in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. So um, I had watched a documentary um on Virgil, mm-hmm. and just saw how he came up with Pyrex. Mm-hmm. So what he did was you know he just took something that was already made, mm-hmm. which was the polo, mm-hmm. and just added Pyrex. You know he just um. Put on the back Pyrex 23. Mm-hmm. He got those off the clearance rack and then sold them for like four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Just and just because it said Pyrex 23 had a couple of rappers in it, you know, so people was right buying it for four hundred dollars. Yeah, clearance. I'm in the clearance, wrong clearance, um, <laughs> clearance, 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 clearance. Polo regular button ups. Put Pyrex on the back. Um, he pressed Pyrex 23 on it, and um, um, you know, he'll sell it for um four hundred dollars. So you know, that was just interesting. That's, like, I mean, ooh. that's art. Yeah, I'm just, that's, yeah. I mean, like, no, definitely it works. That's, that's art. Yeah. yeah, if it works, if it works, like it's art. art. Like I, yeah. you can't clearly complain. If you would have yeah. came to me with that idea, I'd be like, nah, but she's stupid. Why, why are you doing that? And then he would have proved me wrong. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then um, I watched the Virgil. Uh, I said I watched the Virgil. I watched the um documentary on sports, mm-hmm. and it was like just people love their hometown. Like okay. that's how kind of sports came about. They just built something for that city, that state. Mm-hmm. So I took both of those concepts with the '88 hats. Because if you see, of course, it's something that's familiar already, which is mm-hmm. the Yankee logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then inside of it is the um, is a New York license plate. Mm-hmm. Let me see. <laughs> so, for example, oh. I have the Atlanta one, and it has the Atlanta license plate. Oh, that's oh. dope. Aesthetics. Ah, I that's never noticed nice. that. I never noticed what that was. Yeah. That's fire. That's dope. So you got the Georgia peach. Yeah. That's Oh, right, okay. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I never peeped that before, bro. Yeah, so that's just basically what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's dope. Yo, so... Um, fine. Um, what you got? All right, yo. So you, um, you've um, you got it into the hands of some very notable folks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead and, like, run them down. Um, your shit. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, shit. Uh, where do I start? 
beginning. Like, uh, I saw um I saw Dave East at um Remy. She had a um she started a battle league. Okay. So um you know I knew I couldn't get it to her. She was gonna be busy. So you know I just I just know how to work the scene. I know you know. Damn, I don't got the. Okay, we'll talk. Yeah, okay. Stop. All right, so Stop. um, so um, I got it to her. No, no, I'm lying. I went to her event. Dave East was there. Mm-hmm. So um, I hand him one, and he's like, "Yo, these shits is hard." You know what I'm saying? He never, yeah. he, he ain't, he ain't wear it yet. But you know, probably got to get it back to him because again, it was one of those events where people running around. You know, this is a lot going on. It's it's, 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 it's that night was to celebrate Remy. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm still there trying to grind and hustle. Network. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of course, network. So I got it to him. Don Q, um, shit, who else, man? Who else? Fresher. Shout out to Fresher. He's like a fucking brand ambassador of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't even fucking pay him to do this shit. Like, he tags me every time he wears it. Um, he has a monthly um showcase. Okay. Um, concert series, rather. And, who got the juice? Yes, who got the juice? And he lets me sell him shits there for free. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even, like, charge, charge me for you. a table. That's, see, that's love. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he, he you know he gives me, like, words of encouragement. You know what I'm saying? Like, one thing he said to me, he said, yo, this ain't even going to be the thing that puts you over the top. It's going to be the next thing. It is. You know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't understand it, but I'm going to just... You know, keep doing what I do until that's that happens. Until that next, until the next thing happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, shout out to Fresher, man. Like, uh, you know, I fuck with Fresher. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really Heavy. fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Nah, shit, yo, bro. Um, I remember that nigga before. Um, wait a minute. That nigga was grinding the clubs with the So Barclay shirt and mm-hmm. all that. So, to see where he at now, super proud of that nigga, man. Dope. Um, yeah, that's a fact, man. Was you at my show at SO, not SOBs? Um, Webster Hall? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, um, he performed, I, um, kind of not booked him, because I ain't paying him, but, you know, I picked him to perform, and I ain't know him. Yeah. I don't even know if he remembers uh-huh. that that was me. Uh-huh. Like, I was, like... This is after, wait a minute? No, this is before. Oh, okay. So, um... Nah, he was, he had... No, yo, he was I remember, buzzing, like, yeah, he was, yeah, running, he was running, around New York, that nigga used to show up with, like, 30, 40 people. You had yeah. him come to your crazy. club, he used to, he used to That's why I booked him, yeah. I didn't know him. Yeah, I just fucked with his grind. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm not just... Getting somebody I know just cause yeah, it has yeah. to make sense for business. Shout out to, yeah, that you know what I'm saying? Like if it makes sense for business, is more important than personal. If I'm doing business, yeah, that's Absolutely. a fact. That's a fact. So I see a nigga grinding. Mm. Yo, bro, he I see he bring 20, 30 people. Yo, bro, I'm about to perform at Webster Hall. Who's not gonna take the opportunity? It's free. Yeah. I don't know this nigga, mm. but you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yo, bro, you wanna perform at Webster Hall? I got a custom photo shoot. Blah blah blah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Blah. So. It was just dope, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he would remember that, but I'm I'm gonna bring it up to him one day. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. So, um, obviously we have the hats, and mm-hmm. um, I got the special one coming up. You know, in the New York Mets, shout mm-hmm. out to the first place Mets. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, you know, y'all ain't y'all. Know, niggas don't know about that. We first place right now, but <laughs> nobody knows. Uh, or cares? Uh, <laughs> people but care. I, I I I care very much. I care very much that the, the Mets the, are the first place. The two percent or one percent yeah. of the population <laughs> cares. Queens cares. Greenpoint, Long Island. Flushing. Yeah, oh, Flushing. Wow. Oh, wow. He said Queens. Corona. I'm part of the Bronx. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm part of the Bronx. No, Bronx. Bronx got the Yankees. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what? I was definitely just by the Yankee Stadium on the Tuesday. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, the they were outside. Bronx don't give a fuck like no mess. But I care. Mm-hmm. But I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is um, you have the hats. Mm-hmm. Um, are mm. you I forgot Young and May. Boom, yeah. So Young and May she fuck with them heavy. It. Like, mm. it was just so happened that one of my partners, um, he knew one of her people's ass. He, all of her videos, shout out to Reem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That Like, he, he, he traveled with her. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So Best one of my partners knew so him. Big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
And, um, you know, he just kept saying, yo, I need a hat, I need a hat. He kept telling him, so we finally got it to him. Mm. And then um, she wore it on live one day, yeah. and I was, man, hype. I was like, oh, shit, it's lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How to make you feel. I'm telling her, like, you know how back in the days, we'd be like, yo, turn the channel seven. <laughs> Steve Urkel's on. Yeah, yeah. I'm hitting people up like, yo, go man, to Young and May Live. Right yeah, I'm, I'm hitting people up, yo, go to Young and May Live, go to Young and May Live. She wearing my hat. Yeah. So um, then three days later, we had a show at Urban Plaza. I mean, she had a show at Urban Plaza. Mm-hmm. And um, we we went. Yeah. And um, we winded up um, meeting her. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, we gave her, like, more hats. We gave her crew hats. You know what I'm saying? She was, like, snatching them at her crew hand. Like, I, I don't got that one. I don't got I was like, yo. We, I, I, got, I was like, yeah, we bought more. Like, we bought enough. She wanted yeah, yeah, she wanted, she wanted one of everything. But shout out to Young and May, man, because that was a great look. You know, again, free. You know what I'm saying? Like, for anybody out here, you just have to be outside. You can't be inside. You, you know have any for kids? Cause I no kids. No, I don't have no. I don't have no for kids. Expand all that. But that's what I'm asking. Like, what's so? What's the, what is the next play? Because I see. I see um, next, what's what's the next play for trenches? It's eighty-eight for the trenches. I like to see trenches. Okay. No, you have to say but, that. No, but I have to keep you know, it's not for the trenches. Back. It's yeah. a pimp named Slickback. Yeah. Like Tribe Cold Quest. That's, That's the whole name. What is next for 88 for the trenches? Well, we're having our first pop up shop. Mm-hmm. Um, July 2nd. Okay. Is that a secret location? I'll let y'all know. Um, but um, we got the pink Yankee hats dropping. We have the um, sky blue Yankee hats dropping. And we have the Met Tats dropping. Yeah, you, um, you know, but again, it's for the people. It's not for personal preference. Like, mm-hmm. we have the saying at 88 for the trenches that we're not going to do what we want. We're going to do what makes sense. Mm-hmm. Heard you. You know what I'm saying? So, even if I want to do this, mm-hmm. it don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense to make Mets. Even though I don't personally like them. I probably will never wear the hat. You ain't got to like them. I don't have to like them. You know, we about yeah. to win the World Series this year, so it and, makes and sense. Then, I mean, if y'all do, shout out to y'all. Because hey, we, we got win. the hat. <laughs> Exactly. We will be at the parade. That's what, hey, uh, that's what exactly what we rocking. With the hats. My mess, my you know mess, what I'm saying? For the and a lot of people ask me too, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like these hats took off like, I mean, I did know, because remember, if you remember when I was um on the event, I said, um, once I have more colors, I see where this is going to go. And at yeah. that time, I only had one color and I was in one store. Come on. You know, and I just, I just seen it. Yeah, shout out to, um, no, at that time, that was Tom, D- Tom D's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was at Tom Diggs. Yeah, yeah. At that That's time. Legendary. Style but I just, shit. I just, I just saw it. Like I have you, one thing. I am. I'm a visionary. What you was gonna say? How did you set that up? Like to be in Tom Diggs. Like. Well, I'm from Marcy, so I knew somebody in there. Oh, okay. And I just like, yo, put these in here, and he was like, cool. But I mean, it looked good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. No, it do. Yeah. So it, it wasn't really no selling. Vinny's was kind of more selling. I had to Ooh, really sell Vinny's. because I went in there. That first. is such like a historical. Uh, yeah. We tw- Vinny, they, they get my Brooklyn years they 20 years in now. Would you believe? Brooklyn, yeah. They are 20 years in. Shout mm. out to, shout out to Vinny's. Vinny's. I got an original yeah, pink and black Brooklyn tee. Wow. The one mm. with the scripts. Yo, the glitter back, in the graphics. Let me tell you a story. I didn't know those, hat, those shirts were from Vinny's. I just saw everybody with the Brooklyn, Brooklyn shirt. Yeah, Come so on I'm, now. I'm, I'm yeah. not knowing where it's from. Mm. So I'm about to get the one from Fulton. Uh-huh. You know the niggas that be making this shit. Press on the joint. Yeah, you know I don't know, so you know. Oh, this way, wait, get it, bro. This is it. You know, I'm just following the crowd. They still got it, though. Yeah, they still got them. It's probably the same one from 20 years ago. Not 20 years ago. They a little different. They got them shits on the Gildan. But um, my homie was like, Nah, bro, you gotta go to Vinny's. You gotta go to. I'm like, What the fuck is Vinny's? He's like Vinny's, Vinny Styles. I'm like, I ain't know what he was talking about. So then, um, you know, we wound up going, and then, you know, I was. 
in there all the time. Like, oh my god, I can show you pictures. Joint, I was in there too, yeah, the yeah, was and then I was yeah. in the um, yeah, the new one, you know. But it's just like I was in there all. Like, if you look at my pictures, like I have um, G Star rocking all that shit before it was even lit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, 2009, 2010. Like, I'm just copping it. I got the Brooklyn hats. Uh I got the Brooklyn, I got the Vinny's logo tattered on me. That's fire. That's a certain point you had to have. That's a fact. That's like a Brooklyn staple. That's a fact. So, yo, what inspires you at this point to, like, as far as, like, marketing? Because that's what you say, like, you do before the clothes, before the rapping, like, you love just to, just to market a product and stuff like that. Yeah. Who are some people like you'd be like, yo, I fuss with that as far as like marketing goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Why can't you? If you don't mind me asking, because well, a lot of people don't see it past the, the bipolar disorder. Um, oh, he's bi- he's fine. He's, <laughs> he's, he's fine. I mean, he he just gets people interested in whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I want to get to that level, like, mm-hmm. where people interested in what I'm doing. or And also, like, he's doing what he wants to do. Like, if yeah. my world's surrounded by fashion, music, and wrestling, mm-hmm. I'm a happy man. That's a fact. That's you know what I'm saying? That's what I want to surround my so life by. It's so weird to... Um, and Vince something. McMahon, too. <laughs> Vince McMahon. That, yeah. No, that's a that's thing. Of course, k but that's a, um, that's a thing. Because I'll be thinking in my head sometimes, too, like... How hooked I was on the Attitude Era and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like as Best far as era wrestling, era. that's a fact. So, I'm 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 definitely in the game with you as far as that goes. But as far as like Kanye, Kanye is a genius because Kanye figures out. Wait, I don't know anybody that's been in their forties mm-hmm. that the youth still gravitate that, to like no. that. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Not even Hov could have pulled that, pulled off what Kanye has. Kanye is really like a um. Is that right? Like, um, Kanye is a really like a. Yeah, no, fine. Um, mm. Bring it back. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Shout out to my man Zach. But yo, uh, what you call it? But Kanye, like that shit is weird to me. I've never seen that. Like, and I've listened to hip hop like forever. I've ne- I've seen old rappers rap, and they cater to. Well, the, old the, the thing was, Kanye always reinvents himself. Mm-hmm. Like, he invents himself. Like, nobody. At least I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and it could be in a, a minimal way. Like, he'll remember he got the wild haircut with the patches. Yeah. That's a reinvention, yeah. Yeah. even if it's for a week. Mm-hmm. Only person that does shit like that that I see that recognizes Kodak. The Givenchy mask. That yeah. Yeah. like any like how he had the um the um the fucking um, Balenciaga boot tour yeah. three weeks a month he was wearing that. Now he went like it's just little shit that he does that at least Paul I Obama. notice. Yeah. That, with the Louis yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. So, um, do you have to still reinvent yourself as a designer? Mm, no. Not that you. Um, nah, not really. Not that you no longer rapping. You nah, don't have to. I don't have to do worry about. Shit. That does that alleviate a lot of pressure? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like I said, that shit costs. Mm-hmm. And then I'm putting marketing dollars behind promotion. It's just you know what I'm saying. Like, of course I had the money to do it, but it's just like now I got something that's making me money. And again, it's not the rapping. It was the marketing. So it's like I'm not losing what I love. Mm. People just see, oh, you're not a rapper no more. I don't give a fuck. You don't don't miss it? Not really. Because I'm marketing. Like, again, it wasn't the rapping. It was the marketing. So your passion for for rapping was the drop. 
was the dropping of 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 the project or the dropping of the No, song. I didn't know that at the time. No, but I'm asking, was it that though? Would you looking back, do you think it was that? Wait, say that again? What was the question? The um thing, your passion for the rapping, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily the music making, but Yes. The, everything that goes around yes, it. Yes, everything that goes around well, that it. That makes sense why our conversations used to go the way it used to go cuz like I said the music used to always be the last. Yeah. The music used to always be the last thing we talked about. What we always used to talk about was a rollout or like mm-hmm. just a merge and all that type of shit. That, that makes sense now. I never thought about it like mm-hmm. that, but it all it all kind of connects with that. Yeah. Mm. Would you be interested in teaching your craft or your passion to other people? You? I don't. I don't think I have enough experience to teach. Okay. All of it is just I'm just taking things that I knew, like or learned rather. Okay. Like I learned this and utilized it. I learned. It's not. I can't teach you to learn that. I can't sure? teach to learn. So I can't teach to learn. Those documentaries I watched was by mistake. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. Let me watch this documentary. It was just like, I hmm, turn this on. Or I didn't know what I was gonna but learn. You've done it, right? So yeah. now I'm gonna just challenge your way of thinking mm-hmm. because has anyone asked you something like that before to teach what you know? You may not. No. Right. So you may feel like you're not proficient. Mm-hmm. You may be novice, but you know more than a youth may know. That's who's true. Who's interested in entrepreneurship? It, it's just crazy because I'm helping. I'm trying to help one of my um, one of the little homies from my hood. He's trying to do something. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm so trying to help So another way him. to market what you do is to package your knowledge mm. and how you do because it, the information is out there, but mm-hmm. how you sell it to and how you make it relevant is what's important. Mm. So you already have one person. That person have another person. Mm-hmm. And you could just—it's your strategies what they need to know. But I can't—I can't give up my strategies yet. No. Not yet. You Maybe can, you can, ten years from now. Yeah, but as because <laughs> oh, I'm still in the groove. To... Nah, I mean, I'm still, I mean, if you my peoples here, like the you know the nah, dude from you my hood. Give me game. Yeah, if, if it's somebody from the, like the little dude from my hood, I'm I'm gonna put him on hundred percent. What I'm saying is start creating like a because people do it all the time. These white people package like just a strategy and people spend mad money for it right but see for me now that's something else i have to try to sell now that's something else i have to promote now that's something else but i have it, to put time but and energy but, to. Be, but your experience it will promote itself right so you're already paying it for you said somebody right now that you want to put on and teach mm-hmm. them the game use that experience to now write out your process mm. right you have an idea. Oh, okay, so just write every, jot everything write down now. And, and then, then when I'm ready, I could just George Bush the button. So now you don't have to say, okay, in 10 years, damn, now how do I write Well, the re- this, this is the reason why I said that. It's because I'm still in motion. This is like, I just started. You know what I'm saying? Write it through. That's what I'm no, saying. They, oh, okay. Then you figure out what worked and what don't work, so you ain't got to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm, what I'm saying is don't wait. I'm trying to give you another way to have something else that will bring you money. Okay. But it'll sell itself. Like you I already mean, sell but the mark, product. Yeah, but ain't that but shit it's, ain't it's that what marketing is pretty much teaching. It is. Mark I mean like when you're not marketing for yourself. Like yeah. you're not marketing. Because remember you yourself. asked me that yeah, last time oh, you was like, I yo, said what you should do a you company. Should. And I was like, nah. And you was like niggas nah. ain't gonna get it. Niggas ain't gonna listen, nah, yeah. Nah, but my situation you know what, I ain't even gonna I'm gonna talk to you after though. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> nah, I cause I not cause I got some shit that I'm doing, I'm working on, but I'll talk to you about it after this but no that's a um that's a situation and like there's novices like she said that's that wants to be that want to be molded you get mm-hmm. what i'm saying yes. and like once they see like oh shit young i may wear your hat mm-hmm. 
they just gonna come to you like, all right, like, what can I do? And you can mold them in the vision okay. that you've had. Okay, this I see what you're saying. Yeah, this is marketing is not just because you market it for yourself. That's usually not how marketing works. You just perfected it. Your class yeah. for yourself because you was the only person willing to. You understand? Because you yeah. ain't got a degree in it. Mm-hmm. You're the only person that was willing to take a chance on, on yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the point of marketing is not to really market yourself. Mm-hmm. The point of marketing is to market product. I should be able to bring you my fucking left earlobe and be like, put this on eBay for me. Mm-hmm. That is marketing. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Figure out how it works. That's why That's why there's a second generation now of Griselda. Mm. People seen what... Um, what, what West did with Benny and Conway, Conway yeah, mm-hmm. and now they're like, oh. Well, even with You're that, not- right? Mm-hmm. We have to understand, right? Twenty, thirty years ago, hip hop was still young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like this, right? There's no old fans. Mm-hmm. Like what Rock him and them, that was kind of like the you know the start of the golden era. So there was no there was no older fans. Mm-hmm. So now that we um thirty years in. When we were teens, Cameron could have his tour because now he has a whole audience of people that lived through that through that era of that album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So um, I just think, you know, with, with, with Griselda, they just tapped into that the older market. Like, all right, we're going to get these niggas that's I don't, age 30 to 45 and, and target them because they didn't have a fan base. That's, oh. mu- that's musically. I'm not talking about music. Oh, okay. With them, um, I spent two hours last night watching West Side's videos. And this is a nigga that gets it. You understand what I'm saying? No, West Side gets he it. He gets it. And I mean, like, get it as far as the art of this. Mm-hmm. Because anybody can rap really well as far as, like, that's why he can sign anybody and he can turn them into a star. Because mm-hmm. a bunch of niggas could do what the locks did at this point. The locks already left the blueprint. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of niggas up north. You just got to be grimy, bunch, yeah, be real. A bunch of niggas go wearing three-quarter mm-hmm. denim shorts and Timberlands <laughs> in mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. You, that want to knock a nigga out going mm-hmm. listen to your music. But how you can... Um, um, thing charge a hundred dollars for a T-shirt is different, cause what he brings you is he brings you all of this this pirate this pyrex this cocaine we cooking crack, but to a Martin Scorsese type of video, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? To an opera type of score to it, he like the 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 juxtaposition of like classical music to like With gritty street rap. shit. You understand that, that's the difference between a West Side and everybody else. And he understands his shit. Mm-hmm. He gets it and he plays on it. You look at a West Side video, everything about it is art. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not no this ain't that that it's not just we just gonna shoot a video. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the nigga um I was I was just playing this shit as we was um thing as we was preparing. Like the nigga has a video literally pulling up to the store to buy Dutchess. Mm-hmm. But the nigga's pulling up in a drop top. Of drop top um, bends, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Slow motion walk with the music in the back. He's not even lip syncing the music, but just the slow motion walk with the details of the bends, the details of his sneakers. He's wearing a Conway hoodie. He's that's his cut. You understand? He's yeah. wearing the merch, but just these little things. We all go to buy Dutchess. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But to capture that, that's why I fucks with that shit. I fucks with. I, I like. Ghetto shit. I like mm-hmm. ghetto shit marketed well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like people. Um, I have a big problem with um, Sukihana. I believe it's her name, right? Because mm-hmm. I believe it's like exploitation of ghetto shit. Like, she, to me, just, she's she's really smart, and she's, she's smart, and she's, she's, she's dumbing it down 
to 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 like kind of to gain shit. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm. That's exploitation. Of, yeah. of ghetto life. You understand what I'm saying? Like what I feel like the um thing the difference between a her and a West Side is like a West Side going to buy like Duchess and him putting in a slow motion to mm-hmm. a classical type of beat. Shit with trumpets and shit like that is we can show the beauty of buying duchess of yeah. buying duchess or us being you know us at a johnny palm mm-hmm. all these type of things us at a playground her on the other hand i believe it's just like you're just doing this to get people to talking mm-hmm. you get what yeah. i'm saying yeah where we do these things for, for a real. reason you understand what i'm saying we're subjugated and we make the best out of it this is art this subjugated is what does that mean subjugated means like how do i put subjugated like we're excluded from different okay. things. We're put in our own oh. things for mm-hmm. like for a reason. All these things happen for a reason. Like mm-hmm. we're ghetto. Ghetto shit happens for a reason. You get what I'm saying? But eighty eight for the trenches. It's for the hood. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at eighty eight for the trenches. But it doesn't play on just necessarily like being ghetto. Yeah. It plays. It plays on. Like, this is where can, I'm we from. Build, we, can t- we can build beauty out of. Yeah. Ghetto shit. You get Making what I'm saying? Making that lemonade. You see, that's it. But that, I always got that from your videos. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you pouring a bottle of Douce into your corn pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm crazy you remember the actual yeah, cereal no, that it was. These are, wow. These are, yo, but these are, but this is art. Yeah. And you know, now, I always respect people that take it, this shit serious and don't try to exploit it, mm-hmm. you know, to, to just to get people talking, just to get shock value from it yeah. because you know, there's plenty of shock value in it yeah. you get what i'm saying but just to see um just to see people that understand the beauty in it you get mm-hmm. that's no i get like, what i get no i, I trust yeah. me i get exactly what you that's, mean that's I why always i always fuck to, with griselda i always I try like to griselda do that gets that yeah shit. it's not just they make dirty nigga rap yeah. you understand what i'm saying they stomp make, a nigga <laughs> out i yes yesterday i asked on facebook what song <laughs> i said if, if um niggas is about to jump you what song you don't want to play yeah. And niggas was just naming mad shit like the locks, <laughs> knuck if you buck. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Nuck just if like you buck is the last that's one. I, wanted. <laughs> I think um, niggas said 24 hours to live. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I said the lo- what song I said about the locks? Oh, wild out. I do not want when that coming on while niggas is about to jump me. Many like, men. Wild that's out. Like, oh my God. What song you don't want to get jumped to? Many men. Many men. Oh, <laughs> somebody's feel like it'll bring out somebody trauma. Any while man. Oh God. me. Told me I can't see. I'm trying to. Niggas trying I'm to test to the beat. No, not oh like this. Oh my God. I don't want to go like oh this. Oh man, this has got to be some DMX song. I'm pretty sure I don't want to. Oh my song. God. Oh, wait. Oh, I think somebody said. Um, somebody said one of his songs. With a hood at. Oh, oh no. my God. No. Somebody said that shit got like 60 comments. I was like, yo. Nah, I'm surprised you wasn't under there because, you nah, know, it would have came up on your feet. That's a fact. Yeah, no, nah, it definitely did. Um, But, yo, do me a favor, man. I need you to plug your shit. Let people know how they can find it, where they can get it, and all yep, of these yep. things, bro. Um, Everything 88 for the trenches, man. 88 the number. You know what I'm saying? 88 the number for the trenches. For, for the trenches, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's spelled the same. Um, We having our first pop up shop. July 2nd. Yeah, yeah. At a secret location. Just inbox me. Mm-hmm. Hit me in a DM. I'm going to reply to you. And, you know, let's 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 take over the world one hat at a time. Okay. Um, yo, I think we've been here almost like two hours. Yeah. I do want to do one last segment. I enjoy you guys. I like you guys. Can yeah. we do one more? Can we do I, one more? I don't mind. I'm here. We're here. Uh, sweetie, I know you, you got to go back to LES. I'm, we, I do. Oh, we're good. Oh, She's shit. here. Oh, she's here. Yeah, I'm we here. outside. I'm here. <laughs> That's a fact. Look, man, I'm here. All right, man. We just need some corn pops. 
<laughs> no, that shit was actually yeah. nasty as fuck. <laughs> I was gonna I, ask. I like, there's I no that way. That shit was nasty Ka- as fuck. Kanye does no not way. seem like it goes with cereal. I made the shit look good, but that <laughs> shit was nasty <laughs> as fuck. See, into acting. See, you gotta Clearly. go. You, get, you see? Clearly. But you should have, um, thing. It should have been Lucky Charms. Ooh. <laughs> All of it is hard. Yo, I think I just got what was there. Just like, because it, the, it was the cup. Mm-hmm. It was the cup, cup but it was, just, yeah. it, was shot, it was the shot value yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, okay. it was a cool image. I, I, you know, people uh, bring that right. up a lot. Um, so we're going to come back and we're going to talk about um, some shit. No, Let's go. About. Um, all right, 88 Park. 88 Park. ADD podcast. Yeah, when you say you know ADD. what, that sound like that. Yo. You know what, that's that's the fucking. Um, Does this thing. this that's is a merge? Gonna, um, merge. Yeah, is this merge. a merge about to happen? <laughs> we might ADA have podcast. a new baby. AD eight. Ada marketing made off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why he does what he does. <laughs> you feel me? All right, man. We be back. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Y'all know who the fuck it is. Mr. Mayo on the check. Mr. With the M I not an M R because my first name don't matter. Grab, grab, boy. I'm ready to rock. I'm taking my time and I'm doing my dance. They spending the block. I pray to God and never jam. We making it hot. They told that boy don't run, he ran. And then he ran again. Again, again, again. I'm ready to rock. I'm taking my time and I'm doing my dance. They spending the block. I pray to God and never jam. We making it hot. They told that boy don't run, he ran. And then he ran again. Again, again, again. They spending the block, what you gonna do? We up in the pressure, my Uda got next. How you tell her shit another shit, he gon' shoot? All you dumb, he got two tags. My track, keep a stick. AK gon' make it lit. In a room full of Grammys and they down to go and tick like boom. Let's go. Fuck it. Wanna see a movie live? Some of them gotta go walk up. Too young to drive. They getting that shit, they gon' click. Your girl told me I ain't never gon' pick. And why you so mad? I ain't even hit. I just let her suck. Slide. And free all the guys, they lurking, we swerving My niggas, they purging, circle tighter than the virgin They backing no I'm ready to rock I'm taking my time and I'm doing my dance, they spending the block I pray to God and never jam, we making it hot They told that boy don't run, he ran And then he ran again, 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 again I'm ready to rock I'm taking my time and I'm doing my dance, they spending the block I pray to God and never jam, we making it hot Yeah, this is dope. It's good to get back. Yeah, um, it, it could be like a, a a Vlad thing, like have you know who you fuck with on, 
every couple months. You know what I'm saying? Just to, especially them niggas that just just save funny shit like a boosty <laughs> type a nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, because people got wild need thoughts. From y'all, right? I need a nigga right now to pull up with a gallon of Medusa. No, <laughs> Jelly, how yes. are you feeling? Are you still you still with me? I'm with you. I'm here. You. I'm here. Thank, Thank you for having me. No problem. She's a boy mom, by the way. I am. <laughs> that is a title. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a title. I'm a girl dad. Are you? God bless you. Yeah. Oh, I'm a unisex parent. Hmm? You're blessed. I, he got both. Oh, you have you got two kids? Yeah. Damn. I got two kids. Damn. I got two two. I got two boys. Get in your ass like that. <laughs> two boys, and they have my, I like carbon copy of my face. That's Draymond Green. I'm crying. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, he it, do kind of look like Draymond. Oh. <laughs> Let me stop playing for that nigga. Fuck me. Up. <laughs> he oh wow. Draymond. He look. He look like Draymond from a he photo. He do though. He do. No, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> uh, so um, today uh, Thugger was um, what you call it, denied bail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this whole Rico thing? Um. You yeah you a rapper let's start off with you. um shit man I don't know man I just I just hope he you was cool with Cass wasn't you who Cass Casanova nah oh, I thought you were... nah nah I didn't know Cass um but um yeah um I don't know what's going on with Tucker man mm. you know yeah. what I'm saying like I mean I know what's going on but mm. you know I just I just hope they could you know beat that or whatever but you know it's a Rico it's a state Rico but you know can you explain that for like Okay, People so who may not know what that is. Rico, that is an acronym. And uh, racketeering. Racketeering. Yeah. Um. Basically, it was um made um a federal law in the seventies to combat the mafia. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, what you call it? So pretty much, it is um when you can put together a crime, a criminal when a, a, a criminal organization is put together for the for, I mean the further I mean when you do crimes in order to fur, further a criminal organization you get what I'm saying that's pretty much what a rico is okay um, and they just try to get the head yeah basically. I mean not just the head everybody no no I mean yeah get everybody Round but they they up. shooting for the head yeah mm-hmm. fact, they shooting for the head from the head down that's a pause fact. yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely I'm um about and so that, that um I don't know. This feels kind of racist, a little bit, and um, I'm gonna tell you. Why. I'm gonna break down my um, my thoughts, you and did. then okay. you guys can let me know if I'm tripping again. Okay. Um, as far as Arico goes, Arico, like I said, the whole point of Arico is to stop a criminal organization. Mm-hmm. Um, from the evidence that I've listened to, and from what it sounds like, it sounds like Young Thug was a bunch, was around a bunch of. Hot heads. Oh yeah, a bunch of idiot niggas committing crimes around them. But this is why it's so important for them to establish YSL as a gang. You don't if um if you looked at any of the news, mm-hmm. they keep pushing that YSL's a gang, YSL's mm-hmm. a gang, YSL's a gang. Okay. That's the key component in this Rico charge. The key component is YSL has to be a gang. Because if YSL is just a music label like they said, um, this thing doesn't exist. And it feels like this kind of is a witch hunt. It feels like, do I think um, everybody is innocent? I don't think any of everybody's innocent. You get what I'm saying? Somebody did some shit. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they're right. making it seem like everything is connected as far as let's get YSL popping as far as like, 
it's mainly like Rico is mainly for cartels, gangs, yeah. and the and the mafia. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. Things that are built on just crime. We're here to make money doing crime. Just, yeah. Yeah. YSL is a record label, as it's been established, with a bunch of niggas that was doing crime. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Okay. So that kind of, to me, in my mind, disables the whole Rico thing. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? It feels like a lot of rappers now are like just under investigation or being um and we don't even have to use YSL we can look at what's going on in the Bronx how like about like maybe like three or four rappers and their entourages which is a lot of niggas Mm -hmm. uh, have been taken down recently you know from um D thing was like the most recent but I think there was like two other like small time Mm -hmm. drill rappers Casanova um, he was taken down because of, and even like Treyway, you know, um, if we're gonna talk about New York, that's yeah. the star. They was taken down in a Rico charge. Um, mm-hmm. Treyway a little bit different, yeah, because you know it's that actually it started off as well. They saying things. that um, mm-hmm. you know, it was really in the street first. Yeah, and then they so, got them. You know, one six nine got involved, and then it just that it, yeah, that was a that was a thing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Maybe Trey was a little bit different. But, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I can't, uh, you know, if I want to make my point, I can't necessarily add Trey to it. But YSL in itself, if you look at YSL and its roots, the whole point of YSL is to be a record label or a record mm-hmm. company. You get what I'm saying? Okay. And just to have it taken down, it seems like they, it was a lot of fishing going on. You get what I'm saying? Well, they're saying they've been, sur- they've been investigated since 2015 wow. or 14 or 15. And a lot of these things were before YSL was a thing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, well, and, they, and they also, I'm just telling you what they said. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Just putting out all the information. A lot of this stuff um, they, You know, they, they have Thug on Wiretap, you know, basically like putting out what they say is a hit on Lucci. Mm. Which part? When he said like, oh he, I think they said like, oh like he's still alive. Yeah, like oh he's nah, still you alive. Gotta, you gotta think. I've had conversations with you. Mm-hmm. Is that out of the realm? Because this was red. Did you hear this? This was red. This was on paper. This mm-hmm. is people telling you. This is not out of the realm of possibility. You like, yeah. So the nigga slapped the fucking hat out my hand while I was trying to sell it to him, and I get out. You, it's out of the realm of possibility. I'd be like. You ain't shoot the nigga, beat the nigga up. Yeah, y'all, this you getting so off, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. That don't sound, you now that's true too. I mean, yeah. That yeah. Sound, the, yo, bro, they just run it out. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? The only situation I had was like the conversation where he was talking to um the nigga from Sex Money. You get what I'm saying? The nigga mm-hmm. from um that's a situation in itself, but that doesn't necessarily mean that why is selling itself is a gang. Yeah. He is a Thug is an admitted gang member. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And oh, uh, so he has his own ties to what he was doing before rap. Mm-hmm. So to tie him in as a shot caller as far as like YSL kind of like goes over my head a little bit. You get yeah. what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out like how is this a thing? And the whole thing with like Lucci, they was like also like the, um they tried to pin him in because he was like if um if I didn't like the way you um if I was if I ain't like the way you treated your mother and your kids I'd have been had you killed mm. I would have been killed you you nigga now nigga. now nah, nah, see where we come from I get it nigga you know what I'm saying like we you know like again we from the trenches so I mm. get it we just be talking shit like you know what I'm saying? Like I'll smack that nigga. You, ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't even gonna smack the nigga. You know what I'm saying? You just talking shit. The, I don't. Uh, yo, but and I get it. This is my. This is my whole thing. Uh, but I don't know. I just feel like 
hip hop in itself is a little bit under um, investigation. In the, under under investing. the radar. In the radar. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Radar, yeah. You so like even like Doug, um, Doug had to say the reason why I didn't sign Baby, you, but she missed that nigga. Cause you imagine why I saw with Baby on it. You understand? I mean, I don't know, but maybe it won't be the same. You don't think so? I mean, I don't know. You don't think? Uh, I don't, I'm not gonna say I don't I mean, think so. Gunner I don't was, know. But when Gunna dropped, Gunna was the biggest rapper of the year. That's true. Because Gunna, he, he does let Gunna until Kendrick dropped. Yeah, he does yeah, let Gunna um, do his thing. But, yeah. So I mean, but he was like, I couldn't really sign Baby because I was under investigation. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? But he paid for the nigga to do all this, um, st- his studio and all that. He paid for him to get out of the streets. He's like, Yo, how much you making the streets? And he paid that off. And he was like, yo, just get in the studio and make music. Mm-hmm. And he gave him the, um, yeah, he gave him the P. And obviously QC turned him into like a superstar. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't know how it'll work with myself, but these are the things like, things like this. And the nigga, the nigga blatantly said, yo, the reason why I haven't killed my mortal enemy, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It's because I really enjoy the way he takes care of his family. <laughs> mm. The nigga obviously. Yeah, but see, they, they just going to use. The negatives. That idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, he's going to use the negatives. Like, I think it was a picture of him standing on top of Lucci Call one time. That wasn't him. That was oh, um, somebody, yeah, somebody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was standing on top of Lucci Call. Like, yo, we wanted you. We could have had you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, mm. you know, obviously, but it's not these, that But all these threats are just like, bro, you slipping. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, um, as far as like, uh, like I said, like. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you say that. Because let me tell you. So, my homie 85, he told me a story about, you know. Somebody he used to fight with growing up, mm. and the, you know the dude was blood, and um, he saw the dude at the junction, mm. but he was with mad blood. This was like early two thousands. Junction, man. The you know junction what I'm used to be ghetto. Which junction? Broadway, Broadway Junction. Oh, Flatbush yes, Junction yeah. too. That's. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about junction. Flatbush. Junction. Yeah, not Flatbush. Both junctions. Both yeah. Flatbush and Broadway. Every junction. junction. <laughs> but it's the same thing that you talk about. Like before they had the precinct. Yeah. The, um, oh, he was with. He said he was with like thirty niggas. And he was like, see, see, if I wanted you, I could have had you. Because he had 30 niggas with him. Mm. But, you know, he was like, yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they was like, you know, just fake beefing in the hood or whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? But it's the same thing like like Doug was doing. Like, if I wanted you, like I had I said, you. We've all, yo, if you from if you from the hood, I don't, listen, or you've dibbled and dabbled. Everybody knows that situation where... Everybody's been caught mm-hmm. slipping. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes a nigga grants you grace, just like, see, you've not really meant for this, bro. Stop, mm-hmm. stop. You understand what I'm saying? It's happened. I've seen it happen. You get what I'm saying? A nigga done sent niggas pictures like, yo, bro, you was here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, we had the drop on you. Shit like that. I don't necessarily. I've gotten pictures of people that I had problems with. Yo, <laughs> he's over here. What we doing? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Maybe I'm. Again, I let it go. I let it go. But these are the things that I'll be thinking, like, these are progressions from, like, out the streets and out the hood. This mm-hmm. is not necessarily a man that is, like, trying to look for problems or right. looking for issues and things like that. There's a growth to it. There's a maturity to it. Maybe, and maybe I'm bugging. I don't know. But obviously, I think most of YSL's money comes from music. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And so that completely, to me, negates the Rico I in think, the first place. And yeah, like Rico is, we're all sitting here doing criminal activity to make money. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, they're all making money mm-hmm. and they do criminal activity to protect the money. Extracurricular. You, mm-hmm. That's what it feels like to me. Like even when the, um, the nigga shot up Wayne's bus. You get what I'm saying? This was, he just came home and went back too. 
but this is but that was pretty much this is pretty much based on music. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much based on music. This is Wayne. Everywhere he goes, he's spreading the gospel. You shouldn't buy the Barter Six. There's no such thing as the Barter Six. Don't buy the Barter Six. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't the Barter Five. I don't know, but I love that. I think it was six. Was it six? I think. All right. All right. But either way, it was Wayne doing that. And so the nigga was like, yeah, you're not going to fuck up my shit while I'm trying to take off. So you understand what I'm saying? Charge him for that. If you're going to charge the nigga, charge him for that. Well, maybe he, I mean, somebody already did time for that. So they can't catch him. That's what the thing about a Rico, a Rico, a Rico charges a witch hunt, bro. You understand what I'm Especially saying? Especially it's a state, so it's different between a federal, federal and state. state. So, nah, the state, you're going to jail, bro. I'm not going to lie. You're, yeah. going, you're going to jail. Only nigga to beat that, only nigga to beat that in rap was Irv. Irv Gotti and... There's no murder <laughs> due then, to that. You know yeah. So they, yeah, they. And they, Fifty came out around that time, was destroying them. So it was a lot. Going it was on. a lot going on. Yeah. You know so, but yeah. who's to say like after this case, if he beats it or not? Like they don't bring up federal charges after that. You know what I'm that's saying? That's definitely These things, that That's how the feds play. The feds play. Oh, you have you spent all your money on the state charge. Let's see how much more money you have. You know what I'm saying? I seen. And that's design. That's definitely design. Nah, that's a fact. I seen Kevin Lyles crying today on the stand talking about like Thugger and Thugger being like a son to him. A lot of people thought it was fake. A lot of people I didn't see like, it. Uh, um, yeah, but it's the thing. Kevin Lyles was like, yo, um, Thug is like a son to him. Because, you know, Kevin Lyles is the CEO of 300. 300, yeah. And okay. that's what, that's the imprint that Thugger is under. Um, do you feel like there's an obligation for these record labels to kind of stand up for these dudes? Because I remember... Beans was like, Jay-Z walked straight the fuck out the crew <laughs> when they was asking him about the bail hearing. And Jay was like, nah, I don't think I can really control him. That's why they didn't give him, like, a bail. Yeah. Yeah, do you believe, like, it's the record company's responsibility to... Now, responsibility, no. I, I would say this, because mm-hmm. I manage artists. Mm-hmm. And my whole ideology about artistry in the sense of, like, I want to mold you as a person too. I can't just say you're just a talent. Like there's things that you mm-hmm. come with. Mm-hmm. So I also have to feel like, do I have to, do I want that environment around me? Do, do I want this? And if this is, if you're someone I care about, I don't want you to just self-sabotage. I'm going to talk about your mental health, things that you need mm-hmm. so that you can just focus on being an artist. So if you're struggling with money, so we need to sit down and figure out how we get into the money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if you're acting out in ways that, don't shine great light upon what you're representing, there's a problem there. You have to figure out what the problem is. So there's a sense of, for me, is an obligation and responsibility that like, yo, I believe in you and your brand. Mm -hmm. You doing this, I have to have a real conversation about how you carrying yourself and how you fucking up the bread. This Mm. is is the business. So Mm. um, I did have a situation where one of my artists needed me to write a letter on his behalf and I did that. Mm -hmm. Very much so. So I could talk about Things that people don't know, like yeah. his goals. Like, yeah, he may have made these choices before he signed with me or whatever, but I know we sat down and talked about six months goals and what his plans are and how he want to help a certain community. So mm-hmm. if I can at least shed light on that side of this person, mm-hmm. why yeah. not? No, that definitely. Why not? But if I know from. you're doing shit and you don't care, mm. then that says to me, why would I want to connect myself with, with this? Yeah. Uh. Okay, so but um, so you don't feel it's a responsibility, but you do feel like you. Sh- I mean, if you if you can help, 
help. Yeah. If you recognize that, you know, you see the person, you see them for mm-hmm. who they are. And again, it's just like, okay, well, he's beneficial. Like, to me, these big labels are like, you're beneficial, so you're not. Like, mm-hmm. so now you got all no, the definitely, you. definitely. Now I wash my hands with you. Yeah, see, yeah. I have a holistic approach when it comes to people and their dreams and what they want to do. Like, I know business is ugly you, out there. So, I mean, like, I mean, like you said, it's ugly out there, but like, what are we, what are, what is a, what, like, as a manager, what are you here for? Are you here for the money? Are you here for the person? You know, because that's a thing. It is. That's a thing. Like, are you, is this person a Well, I think a manager is kind of different than a label because with a manager, you more with the artist on a day-to-day. Right, so you know so, that. You know no, what I'm saying? I, I mean, like, emotionally, definitely, you're yeah. definitely correct. No, I'm not saying there aren't people like that, but, but you know, I'm just saying, the difference you know, like, between, like, a label and a manager. You're there with them day-to-day. Yeah. Absolutely correct. But still, though, this person is a product. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. What a, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, I, w- I would care, especially if I'm what you want a day to day. If I'm a manager, you know, I would care. Even if it's not beneficial. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm asking. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Because if, if I, for me, I, I don't. I ever see my mouth man, myself managing somebody because niggas just don't listen, and I just have a hard time with people just not listening, especially if I'm just know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I have a hard time. You could be right. Uh huh. Hell no, it couldn't be right. So it um, is a hard job to do. No, it's definitely a hard job. It's it's not easy. People have asked me to manage. I'm like, nah. Yo, you have all the connections. I'll give you the connections. No, I don't I'll give fuck. you the phone book, bro. Just leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying. So, but basically, that's kind of what I do. I do more like management consulting, right? Because okay. based on like what you need, I'm not gonna just come to you because you're an artist and just say, here, here's what I got for it up. No, mm-hmm. I sit down with you. This your artistry is your business, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, you retired from making music. Mm-hmm. Now you're moving on to merchandise. So that's mm-hmm. another branch. I already have conversation with other artists. Like, yeah, I only want to do this for the next two or three years. Mm-hmm. So this is the game plan. We're gonna do this based on what you need. You're consulting with me about where you're gonna take your next steps mm-hmm. to. I don't have to be a lackey. I don't have to run. I don't have to be like holding an umbrella, dropping shit all over the place. But what makes sense for you and where you are right now, okay? Yeah. What do you need to change or adapt to to get you to what you're asking for? Now, what I will do is hear you out on what you want. It's like you're ordering at any restaurant. You want this, okay, but this is where you are and this is what we can offer you at this time. Mm-hmm. Until you work on this, you won't move on from that. If I realize it's a social-emotional thing or you're you're the reason why something is not moving forward, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down. That's my holistic approach. It's like bar rescue. I love that. Bar rescue. Like, I feel like I want to do that for artists. We're going to shut this down until you can figure this out. You won't never move forward. Mm -hmm. It's some shit that you might have to go through, like, Mm -hmm. to get you to the next level. So, yeah, it's... it's, Nah, mansion is... It ain't easy. It's that's not. why I don't do it. I mean, nothing is easy, but, you know, that's just that's just not a fight I want to do. Yeah, facts. I thought this was... But shout out to the managers up there. I ain't going to lie, man. My first managers helped me, like... Again, um, um, Gina and Nicole, yeah. um, because you know I met you Black know Money. yeah Black Money yeah Sparrow um you know that's like his family I met him of course and then like I'm from the projects they a couple blocks up but to me it's a totally different world it is from being well, best, uh, you know what I'm saying he lived across the street from Rayo across the yeah. street from there yeah, so um coming from Marcy to there. Mm. It's different yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, so they kind of like saved me because. I was in the streets, man, like, young, you know what I'm saying? And they took me in, like, they probably could see, like, he doing this shit, but he don't really want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Sparrow not here, but come in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He not here, but go upstairs, go in his room. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I definitely um, appreciate them for that because 
I don't know where what or what I would have been doing that, if I wasn't there. Is the, um damn, this is the last question we gotta get out because But this is my last question is so do you have to be in the people business to be in the music business? Is that a thing? I mean, cause I yeah. thought I th- listen, yeah. I thought um, people make music. It's not robots. That's the thing. But it depends like, what you're doing though, because if you're doing digital marketing, then no. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't. Be- I, listen, the thing that always stuck out with me with that Beans and Jay shit, the shit that fucked up the relationship, and he came back and he said it on Drink Champs. He was just like, he get it now. I was about like, to say that. Like I understand. He had, he had the vision. He had the vision. He knew where he was going. Yeah. But. That's capitalism for you. You get what I'm saying? But, but again, it, if he knew he couldn't contain him and he's on his watch, but what do you want the man to do? Take a risk. He was like, what Beans, Beans said, Beans said he get it. He didn't fully agree with it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Said I got, and I can understand. It. He got but it. But I ain't going to lie. I will do the same thing Jay did. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm doing the same thing you did not, but, but, at that point because so it's like this is my business. So what's the line yeah. between capitalism and we're in the? If business? I can't control what you're doing, mm. then that's it. Now, if it was a one-off, cool. I know he ain't really like that. He fucked up. Yeah. I'm a, you know. Mm. But if this is your character, I can't change your character. That's just no. how you roll, bro. Yeah, that's just you, and, and I can't change it. You have to make the decision to oh, want shit. to change. Oh, wow, there's a first nigga that Yeah, they, they listen. They listening. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> listen the whole first, time. First thing, uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but to listen. separate it, you you dealing with people in anything in any exchange that we do mm. in this industry. So it it is the business of people. It is a certain level of like, all right, if you want to make a connection with this person, you have to do a little bit of manipulation of like, I know what this person like, cater to what they want, their needs to make whatever. You know, it's crazy. I tell people happen. that all the time. If you wanna, if you wanna, you wanna rub elbows with a billionaire, millionaire, make him money. Find a way to make him money. Somebody just said that. Um, like, find a way to make them money. Just was like, yo, yeah. um, yo, uh, you being around, um, thing. He was like, I know Ross. Ross is like, yo, um, thing. You, um, a broke nigga, like around in a room full of millionaires asking for money. They gonna look down on you. He was like, yo, they gonna act. What the fuck you doing? They ain't gonna give you a dime. You get what I'm saying? If you come to them with an idea. Or a way to make money. That's when they gonna fuck with you. Yeah. They listen to you. You get what I'm saying? And I could, I like I said, um, hey, in my mind, son, capitalism is some evil shit. It can be. No, can be. It is, nigga. It's not no can be. It is. I think the only reason, like we, um, we I mean, don't. It probably think, is, yeah. No, that shit, that, that motherfucker. No, it probably is nigga, without a shadow of a doubt. I watched people sell Infamil for double the price because people told me there was a shortage. On fucking formula, my nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. You know how much of you yeah, niggas is that. dealing infamil like when niggas when niggas was doing towns. that with the Lysol during the coronavirus. I was Honestly, I was tight. Nigga, my nigga, Nick, that yo, is crazy. Capitalism. I want to go back to barter system. I feel like capitalism that's the most... is evil. Bro. I love the barter system. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism is fucking evil, and nobody's going to tell me it's not. It but is. How many zips I got for hats? <laughs> I love capitalism. Butter. It's got a lot of weed for a hat. <laughs> but, <laughs> But what you could do? For, what you could do for two hats, man? What you you something. <laughs> Somebody asked me to braid their hair for a sewing, and I got a nice bag of weed. Barter, but you. Barter. But I think like barter, like when you grow, when you grow it, or when it's your product, it comes a little bit more from the heart. When it's money or something that you, when it's just money, it's a bit impersonal, and yeah. when it's that impersonal, it can grow to the point where it's evil and. Capitalism. No, it definitely can. You, yeah, there's no, there's no party that's made nine digits that hasn't done some like 
You get what I'm saying? You and I'm yeah. This, you done. You did some fucked up shit before, bro. Uh, if you if you made it to nine digits, bro, that's just it. That's just how it is. I'm not no Illuminati conspiracist, but you're not going to show me a human being that's made that much money. You've had to knock somebody off the ladder. You've had to have done some spook. Yeah. That's just capitalism. That's just how it's built. That's how it's made. You get what I'm saying? The only reason America is the richest country, I mean, it's not anymore, but the only reason why it's a world power is based off of geography and free labor. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's it. Capitalism. You know what it is to own a business where I don't have to pay anybody? All I got to do is feed you? No, Joe. Uh, no, um, oh, slavery. slavery. Oh, okay. Yeah, slavery. We still, but jail is a thing too. Yeah. Um, hence, a lot of those, these ricos. You get what I'm saying? You going to jail? You going? And you I don't even have to feed you. I just gotta feed you because you're helping with my, with my, what, you know what's going on with me. You have it. It's like and you're feeding in stock. That, you're insured. Yeah. So if somebody fuck around and kill you, I make money. That's crazy. That's slavery. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's the only reason why America is like years ahead. And that and. We wasn't um, accessible during the world wars because we're so far over, and most of the world wars was fought in Europe. You mm. know what I'm saying? So besides Pearl Harbor, like when's the last time we've had a war on American soil? The fucking Civil War. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, we fought each other. That was it. That's what, the last time there was. A what was the war before that one? American soil. No, yeah, um, no, not there was a couple Cold wars war? in between the um, the American Revolution and the Civil War, like the American Indian War and all that other stuff. But, I don't know nothing about I, none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah listen, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. That that was the only time I paid attention was through, through was through history. Trust me. I like global history. Yeah, I love global history. That That's a fact. You learn a lot. You learn a lot. You you shit. Yeah, if you in the marketing, history is a subject you should probably take. I don't want to talk about history. I like the future. No, okay. but you in only way you, you the best determining <laughs> factor of what's gonna happen in the future is the, the past. past. Because you it repeats itself. It is. It always repeats itself. Bro, the reason why we are in our recession, it could have been called um because if you look at what happened during the Great Depression, bro, the roaring twenties, yeah. everybody had money. Capitalism. The thing about capitalism, somebody has to be broke, bro. And if everybody if too many niggas have money, this they whole thing is going to fuck. That's what happened with everybody getting stimulus checks. Everybody having money two summers ago. It was only fifteen hundred. No, but every, nobody was broke. You get what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, then the, and then the um broke. the UE unemployment. Yeah. Unemployment every week. Everybody. The Zaw. Listen, that was not a great out. time. The Zaw was in the air. Not you out. can't do. You can't. That shit is not. You fuck. <laughs> shit, I nigga like myself. <laughs> no, but you, you see what I'm saying? And now we flipped, and it's a very grimy summer. It's going to be. A, thank God it ain't been hot this year so far because we seen. Something ain't happened yet. You, is, you know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy? Um, I've been. Um, well, I did it once. So I'm, I'm gonna go tomorrow. Um, I've been standing downtown with my hats, like with a table and shit. Yeah. Just like. But that's the past. You see, you learn from the past. Seeing, I'm telling you, if to be a great marketer, bro, the best thing to be is being a historian, bro. Yeah. No, no, of course, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Like I know the future is important, but I'm not really trying to think of. I mean, I know the past is important, but I'm just trying to think about. Where's shit going? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? In like, where's shit going? The best, no, but I, I'm not gonna say no I know control, about history. There's no control about. There's no control over the future. But listen, the um best way to figure out future behavior is to study past behavior. That's. that's I mean, that's true. That's I, true I, I see. I see. I see where you're getting at. Yeah. And I utilize. And I actually yeah. utilize that because I don't know if I do this, I'll get this result mm. because of you saw it. the past. Experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, because of experience. So, mm. of course, you know that's what I'm saying. Fact, but I just try to think about the future because. I think, like, even as black people, we get so caught up on history, we kind of, like, stay oppressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, with some people. 
Black people, I don't feel like get caught up in history enough. I know. No, but I think black people history up, of I was a like. No, but that's the thing. We get caught up in we get caught up in the macro. We don't never get. We what never. We never. Macro means the larger Large picture. picture. Okay. We don't never get caught up in like the nuance. I know. I know what that means. Uh, aha, uh, my man. We don't get caught up in like the smaller parts of it. We don't understand like the roots and shit of it. Like this is what brought me to this whole Rico thing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at past shit that brought me to here, mm-hmm. like to study this shit. Like that's why. Like, all right. So damn, we really gotta go. But I'm, I'm gonna bring this up to you. Like old people insulting drill music. Mm-hmm. It's the past repeating itself because I can't tell you how many times niggas used when I, we was outside. Niggas was telling us that the turn song, that fucking camera on off, man. What the fuck he name? He Jeezy, ain't no he ain't trash. Yeah, you I don't, yeah. What that's why I don't hate the. That's why I can't hate on because the new your, music because let me tell you a story. I don't like it. Like he does. Yeah, I, the kids do, it's and it's and not I can't. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> My mother told me. Mm-hmm. That the Little Rascals movie was trash. What? Mm. The original? Yeah, no. No. The, not, not no. The, the, the one, one that was in the, 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 the one that we grew. Yes. Okay. I looked at her like I wanted to slap her. Mm. How can you dare say so this movie powerful. is trash? <laughs> but they had their own. That's yeah. why. And that's why I can't hate on these new kids stuff because I remember my mom's telling me the same thing. Even like you said, even if I personally don't like it, it's not for you. It's not for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can, like Juice Word, I ain't really get into him like that, but I can't tell millions of kids that this dude is trash because I don't like him. Yeah. It doesn't make I can say yo, it's not for me. Yeah. I can't say he's trash. I can't. It. Like I just not for me. Exactly. That's all I'm. That's all. That's all I be saying. And that's why I say. That's why I say you gotta study the past because we're gonna make mistakes like that over and over again. The um thing, the Willie Lynch syndrome. Whether it's whether he's a real person or not is always gonna Who? be true. Willie Lynch. Oh okay. Yeah, that's a um. No, 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 I know that. But say something but they, Some people say it's fake. Whether it's true or not, whether he was a real person or not, these things are real as far as like the after effects of it, like. Old hating on young, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Light hating on darker, you understand? It's I mean, or vice versa. Um, these these all of the, all of these things as far as like solutions to like black issues and black problems, I do believe like is in the past work. The people have done the work; it's just been destroyed, and we're sitting here repeating the same exact mistakes mm-hmm. just because we only look at the macro or the bigger picture of it. Like, oh, we were slaves; there was Jim Crow. We don't look at like the inner issues of it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, yo, as a marketer, bro, if you want to figure out how people think, bro. No, but not to say I, ha- I don't have all the answers, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I know. You ain't got the answers, but yeah. no. <laughs> I got the answers now. But I, 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 I know. Okay, I know to um know how people think to get to the point to where I'm at. It's like, don't get me wrong. But how I, you learn that? How you, you know, I know, of course, but what you've seen it, you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Yeah, but again, with that information now, we have to move it forward. You know what I'm saying? But the more you know, the more you can understand how people think. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I'm that's, into, that's why I say I'm just like okay, just like, like I'm into marketing. just like I'm into marketing. I'm into psychology. Mm-hmm. I'm into yeah. psychology too. Yeah. Psychology yeah. is based on history. No, of you course, yeah. All but these things are. I, so I, I I try to tap into the human psyche a little bit because to me, a lot of that shit is really like dangerous. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to use your powers for evil. Like I don't use my powers for evil. I use my powers for good. Yeah. I can use it for evil. Yeah. But I just don't. Niggas you know what I'm saying? Super villains soon come. Nah, I mean, no, y'all won't no. know that I'm doing it. <laughs> Trust me, y'all like, won't know. If, like, if, I, if I if I told you some of the things I've done, bro, mm. it's not like horrible though. It's just more trolling shit. But 
I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you off air like something that I did that was just mad, like psych- psychological. That if the nigga told you, if the nigga told you what I was doing, you would be like, "Bro, you wildin', bro. It's not that serious." But I was really doing that on purpose. <laughs> Yo, all right. That's man. OD. We about to get out of here. Um, Queen, um, please let them know your social media. If, yes, they, yes. if they made it this far. I like that but, shirt. I mean, I yeah, like that shirt, too. Thank you. I felt like being real nostalgic today. Nice. I had one of those. Nintendo 64. Nintendo 64. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but My aunt had every game system. Mm, I might every. do that Nintendo 88. <laughs> See what I'm That's saying? Hard. On that next episode, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but people can find me on Instagram, underscore, at Jelly Ma. My other page was hacked, so if you see the regular one, it's not that one. It's the one with the underscore before. Um, yes, yes, yes. Ooh, I want to shout out a couple of people. Shout out to my artists on the Seeking Dreams team. Um, we got Rocky P. We got King Pesos. Um, we have Miss Princess Hazel. Um, we have Miss Frankie Ladeo. Can't wait for her project to drop really, really, really soon. Stay tuned and tap into us. And I want to shout out my dance team, Sassy Studios. Um, if you're looking for choreographers, or entertainers, or anyone to be in your next dance videos, hit us up. That's fine. <laughs> but, hmm? Plug your shit, my nigga. Um, 88 for the trenches, man. The number 88 for the trenches. Make sure you're at the pop-up shop, uh, pop-up shop July 2nd. Um, 88 day. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're calling it. We're calling it 88 day. And you know, just pop out, man. You know what I'm saying? Come get you a hat or something. Route 88. That's a fact. Um, yo, I appreciate y'all if y'all listened this far. Um, once again, um, follow us at the ADD Podcast. Um, I have my own one man show coming up for my birthday, September 10th. Hey. Um, me and Sparrow, we are in the process of getting together and writing it out. Fuck uh, that nigga Sparrow. Let me oh. stop. That's a, no, that's my best. Nah, that's his best part. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was. Me. Oh, we she thought it was smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah. Yeah, um, that's my right hand, man. That's my man. Um, yeah, we um we writing it out, man. Shout out to NWO News. Yeah, NWO News. NWO every Tuesday on Facebook. Yeah, Seven p.m. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we about to write something. We gonna put it together. Um, it's gonna be funny, very serious. Um, just about my time learning shit on being an on my own being an adult man so it's gonna be on my birthday September 10th mm-hmm. um, that's coming soon um, Tina I love you and I miss you I'm sorry for firing you please come back um, oh you gotta do better than that <laughs> nah she we, we talked about it that's my heart man I love her and so hopefully she'll be here soon um, shout out to Kevin Samuels rest in peace yeah. <laughs> to the godfather no rest no cat at that's first at first that's I my had my, my you know my feelings towards that's his opinion yeah, no, but once I really watched it, I, I can completely understand. I know I'm, I'm not, it's not going to be the popular opinion. No, nah, he, give yo, that. bro, the way, y'all, the way y'all acted when that man died was disgusting. But I'm not here to talk about that right now. I'm just here because I got to pee. Next <laughs> episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that do say if I do say is like running through my bladder. Um, <laughs> so I appreciate y'all for coming back. Um, I'm trying to be more consistent during the summer. Shout out to Tahoe. Um, Tahoe TV, um, show Shameless. Um, he's put me on to some game, um, like a real OG should. Um, so yeah, man. Um, we're gonna be back with some dope clips. Um, AD podcast, man. We are out. Yeah. Later, dickheads. Huh.